My name's Allie Pierce, and you're listening to Mic Check, a movie musical review podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Mic Check. I'm so glad you're here and listening. I have been messing with this audio quality because I keep picking up tons of static, so if this one has static, I apologize, but I will not record this again. Uh, sorry, it's been two full months since the last episode. This summer has been crazy fun, crazy exciting, crazy crazy and so scheduling things has been kind of brutal at times but I am glad you're here listening nonetheless I'm hoping once the school year starts that things will be easier to schedule with my schedule becoming more routine and hopefully the schedules of my guests also becoming more routine so that I can have more people on and I can release episodes more frequently and more consistently that being said I'm not overcommitting myself so if that doesn't happen my apologies, but I love you guys. Uh, updates. Go see the Barbie movie. It is incredible. It is such a good representation of why it's important to have women involved in every step of the media making process. Because um, a lot of times we get movies made for women that are made by men. Or they have like one woman writer. And so the writing just like does not land. But I just feel like Greta did such a good job with Barbie. And I think it is just a beautiful homage of what it's like to be a woman. To be... Um, a mother to be a daughter and to just be a human honestly so highly recommend that um other updates are that being in your 20s is really hard it is exciting and fun and you get to learn lots of things and explore lots of things and have new experiences all the time but because of that you also learn lessons in hard ways and I just want you all to know that if you're in your 20s or even if you're not in your 20s and things are tough right now, um, it will get better. Life has its ups and downs. It has its peaks and valleys, but you are not alone. No one is alone. And I feel you. I really do. But I wanted to say this week's episode, I had a ball and a half recording. Sophie and I truly, when we get together, are unhinged. So we were just, I was, I was laughing through tears, my favorite emotion. And so (laughs) because of that, the audio quality at times is not super great because we were sitting on the floor holding microphones and it was very informal, which made for some really good content in my opinion, but we get really loud and at times and we tend to move the mics away from our face at moments. We tried our best though. So my apologies if you have to mess with the volume a couple times throughout the episode. But that being said, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I know I had such, such a fun time getting ready for it and recording it. And I'll catch you next time. Love you guys. Bye. What do you mean? Like it's annoying? It's or? so Whoa, annoying. Whoa, big sound waves now. But now I'm sitting up here. Hello. Does that make a difference? Whoa. Oh, maybe we just Whoa. have to restart it. Oh, so- okay. So and then I'll do best. We'll do like best actor and then... Ooh. Different kinds of song categories. Okay. And then that's it. This is very well organized. Thank I'm very you. impressed. This is like episode 11 or 12. So. Wow. Good job. Kind of embarrassing though, because I've been doing it for almost a year now. Oops. What? No way. I started in September. Holy like the second crap. week of September last year. Wow. If so. I like breathe heavy or do it like a pop, 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 will it be bad? Okay. I'm just going to do that the whole episode. <laughs> okay, I'm going to scooch over here. Okay. You ready? Hopefully I got my swallow on there. Let me just... I'm okay. going to keep that in.
Okay, I'm ready. This is a like pretty much a quarter full. Let's see if it lasts me. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mike Check. This week, don't laugh at me. Can I live? It sounds a little nerdy, but it's okay. You know what? You're the one that's here. You're the one that's the guest. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, this week, I have my beloved friend Sophie on the podcast. Thank you. And I always introduce my guests with the story of how we met. Mm-hmm. So let's let me tell this story that I totally remember. Yeah, okay. I was say, this is news to me. <laughs> Actually, I don't have a story. <laughs> I said, Sophie and I went to high school together, but I can't recall the first time we actually met. Like, I know I know, I haven't always known you. Oh, no, 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 no. I know this. Oh, you do? Well, kind of. I go, I go, I know we haven't always known each other, but by the time I actually met you, I feel like I had heard about you enough that like I yes. knew who you were. Well, because we had seminary together. Did we? Oh, sophomore yeah. year. Sophomore yeah, year. you were in that class. With, uh some people i don't know if i should say their names but no. yes 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 <laughs> that's who i was gonna say yeah yeah no and then we had the wrote a really weird thing in my seminary yeah book. that's what i was just gonna talk about and you signed mine and you were like i feel like we're a lot alike uh-huh. or something yeah and i was like okay You're like girl all right no i'm just kidding i, I agreed because then we had english together senior with- year no, not oh. senior year. Oh, no, we did have English Sophomore together. Sophomore junior. junior year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we did our passion projects. Mm-hmm. You did yours on, like, sewing or quilting. Baking. Baking. Mm-hmm. Some homemaker type thing. You know me. Classic. I did mine on gender equality, so. And who's the gender studies Suck major now? It. Me. <laughs> okay, well, pff, women in STEM over here. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually, you're out there doing the real work. Yeah, I you? really am. So, <laughs> as a freaking cashier. Yep. <laughs> So anyway. that's the story of how we met, I guess. But we, after senior year, we became closer friends because we went to the same college. And then our sophomore year. Because of Maya. Yeah, because of Maya. Yeah. And then our sophomore year of college, we were roommates for a semester. And we were roommates. And, we were, and they were roommates. And I would say we got really close then because I think we were going through it. So Yeah, so. I was like, that was terrible. Like, I was I was dealing with my own shit. And then I was like, Sophie. I have yeah. well <laughs> didn't we all have that like i think suu gave me mental illness it did well, i think it was hard like going during the pandemic and then like being yeah. alone and feeling i think like going to college is hard by itself but going d- yes. th- during a pandemic and not being able to like make friends and, and it's three and a half hours away from yeah home. and like separating yourself from your home and like high school mm-hmm. and like your mm-hmm. hometown that was really hard for me yeah. i say that i'm literally recording this in my parents yeah. basement um Love. obviously that's been a pretty difficult for me <laughs> But I think, like, COVID really exacerbated that. And so it was like, ugh, I have no friends here. Like, I had some friends. But when I by the time I was like, I'm changing my major, I was like, mm, it's time to dip. So, yeah, word. And so we both transferred a semester apart to go to the U, where we both just graduated from. Slay. Sophie actually graduated. Yeah, I, I have say, one more semester. Mm, okay. I'm taking two I'm classes. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm taking two classes. Kidding. Uh, but, yeah. So... That is how I know Sophie, and I love her dearly. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Same. (laughs) Same. Same. Word. (laughs) Um, So what is your history with... Oh, I should say, this week's musical is Into the Woods. The best one. True. So good. So what is your history with Into the Woods? Oh, I think the first time 
I saw it was as a play. Mm-hmm. I saw the play before the movie, I'm pretty sure. And then I saw the movie, but, like, my brother was in it at Weber State, so I saw it there. I saw it at, like, the Egyptian Theater or whatever yeah, in yeah. Ogden. And then I've seen it one other time, like, as a Farmington Community Theater. So I've seen it three times. It's a very common a play. community yeah, musical yeah. to do. But it's fire. I freaking love it. It's so good. And I've seen the movie, like, 20 times. Wow. Yeah. You've seen the movie more than I have. Well, probably, probably. like more like five. <laughs> but like <laughs> me, like I know it it's like the back of my hand. I've seen it three times. <laughs> you did know a lot of the lines. Even in the last 30 well, minutes. Well, it's because I, I like, listened to the music a lot. And so oh, they, yeah. they have those in the music. Yeah, that's but, facts. Yeah, I've always really loved Into the Woods. It is, it's my one of my dad's favorite musicals. So like Aww. I would listen to it with him. and. Aww. Uh, a little awe from the crowd so cute. but i remember they did a they did a pro shot of the they did a 1998 um when was this this came out in the the musical opened on broadway in 1988 or 1987 excuse me holy crap so in 1997 they got the whole cast together the whole original cast together and they did a pro shot on stage what's pro shot a pro shot you know the hamilton on Disney Plus, yes. that's a pro shot. Oh, so basically okay. they just filmed the stage version. And so I would watch that in this very room. And that's I remember so being like, this is, this is good stuff. And I remember watching, especially the scene where they would cut off the um, stepsister's feet really freaked <gasps> me out back in the day. Ick. But yeah, really I would gross. watch that a lot. I remember I saw it. The first time I saw it was at Hale Center Theater back when it was at the old. Bougie. Holy yeah, crap. Well, it was the old one. Was that yeah. not bougie? It was not as bougie as the new one. Oh, you know, I saw To Kill a Mockingbird in that one, I think. Yeah, so it was, like, really, based on my very drained memory, it was smaller. Drained. yes, very good. Okay, what other word would I use? Diluted. Weak. <laughs> my weak memory. Um, word. It was kind of small and whatever, but I do remember there was a piano in the lobby that was, like, they had put that thing yeah, on that place yeah, yeah. itself, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow. I think they don't they have that at Centerpoint Theater now? Probably. Yeah, that would make lit. sense. And so I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I remember seeing that. And my only memory from watching it then is being, I was like, the wolf freaked me out. Yeah, because he's, he's literally a, a pedophile. pedophile. <laughs> yeah. So and Johnny like, Depp makes watching. a great pedophile. <laughs> he does. And so I was watching it and I was so freaking spooked. I was like, um, I feel really uncomfortable You're right like, now. I feel gross right now. I, I, know, I, was, like, do, I was like, why do I feel gross? Like, I wait feel a minute. Gross. I'm Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> That's me. They're talking about me. I'm also an you annoying yucky, brat. gross. Oh, I don't think that about her. I like I, Little Red Riding Hood. I do Hood. like her. In this, I would say in the movie version, she's much more palatable palatable yeah that's a good word hmm. than in the stage version but also we hold also jack's annoying so. yeah jack sucks <laughs> but, anyway anyway we're getting ahead of ourselves but um but then the movie i went and saw with my grandma and grandpa this came out oh. like christmas of 2014 and i went oh. yeah and i went and saw it on new year's eve with my grandparents because oh. i was like we would have been i would have been 12 and so they like they took me to the movie theater and it was Cute. just us for New Year's Aww. and so we went and saw a movie and I remember my, my grandpa didn't know like he knew it was a musical but he realized like how much of a musical like there's there's, there's history there I was like there's pretty much just singing and so he was like I didn't know they were gonna sing the whole time literally I when I was watching it I was like holy crap I forgot that it's literally song after song after song yeah, after song which like, I'm okay with it's good music yeah so. there's very very few dialogue mm-hmm. um so. That was the first time I watched the movie. 
But other than that, yeah, I also saw it at SUU with David, and it was terrible. What? It was. If when any was of my that? SUU besties are listening, I think it was. I actually don't remember. Was it the semester I was at the U? I know. I think you were there. I think you had gone home for the weekend or something. I'm so upset at this. It was so I bad, I Sophie. It. it was so bad. You were not missing anything. Literally, no, the girl who plays like Cinderella, I, I was like... standards. Anyways. Was I there? I feel like I invited you to go, and that's what makes me think you were out of town. Hmm. Or you had work or something. We went to a matinee. It was weird. Oh. Matinee of Into the Woods at Southern Utah University. a Saturday matinee. Mom. That's the most niche thing. That's very funny. That's really upsetting that I missed out on that. You really weren't missing much. And also, David had never seen it before. So when the intermission came, I had to be like, it's not over. <laughs> it is quite long. It's I forget. Long. Well, and on stage time. two, because of the way it's set up, the happily ever after is in the middle. And so it's yeah, like, and then it's all confusing. They end, it, they end it after the wedding and everyone's happy. And I'm like, and so and I looked at David and I had murder. to be like, we're not done. We're not yeah, leaving yet. Yeah. And it's long. I and so I was that. like, sorry, we actually have a whole nother half. But yeah. And it's like, it feels like it's four hours long. It's a quite long. I play. had to watch the movie. I literally, in my mind's eye, I was like, it's a three hour movie. It was two hours. Yeah. It's two hours and six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Me, but still, <laughs> literally, for like a PG Disney it movie, felt that's really long. long. And yeah. I had to watch, I watched half of it yesterday and I got halfway through and I was like, I can't keep watching this. No, it's intermission. <laughs> I said, and it's intermission. And so then I started up and watched the rest of it this morning. But yeah. Rise and grind. Seriously. Literally, Rise I was like, it's 9 a.m. I need to watch my musical. Oh, watch my musical. I need to watch my, my grandpa, like, comes out, and I'm, like, typing on my laptop watching You're a like, musical. Grandpa, I'm taking notes. Taking notes, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing something. I'm doing the work. Seriously. So, that is our little history. Why did you pick Into the Woods? Let's see. Well, the other two you said were Dear Evan Hansen and Greatest Showman. I just figured those were the two you had the most connection no, with. No, yeah, definitely. Those are the ones know. I connect you with in my mind. So. Yeah, and no, that was for sure. And we saw Hansen together. For sure. So. Oh, my, oh, maybe we should have done Dear We can Hansen. do another one okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. someday. But this, I just really like Into the Woods. And honestly, I just wanted to watch it again. Good. Dear Evan Hansen is really an emotional investment I was like, for me. that's a big one to deal with I'm like it's been a rough week so i don't think i could watch it <laughs> i right barely then. handled this one <laughs> yeah no seriously <laughs> greatest showman you know when it first came out i saw it seven times in the i theaters. was gonna say you guys went a lot yeah but that's me on barbie right now though i'm going to see really? it for a third time on saturday holy crap i haven't seen it once i want to see it it's really good it's been poor timing you'll really like it um but yeah greatest showman i was just like uh, you know, I don't love Hugh Jackman's voice. Interesting. I don't love it. Everything you have. Oh, 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 oh. I'm Hugh Jackman. Like an old person. His his vibrato is very like oh, 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 like he's passing out oh, and dying. What a beautiful morning. <laughs> I don't. Does he sing that? Yeah, he's in the movie. He sings that in The Greatest Showman. No, in Oklahoma. I would not have known that. Yeah. So sorry, but yeah. Anyway, into the woods kind of just spoke to me. You know, it's really good. So cool. Well, I'm glad you picked it. And I wanted to see Meryl Streep as the witch. True facts. Steals the show. The witch is like always the best part. Like, she is, and she's or the she lead. should be. Like she's built. Yeah, she's built first. The one I, I remember, the one at Weber. I was like, holy crap! I always freaking knock it out, especially with that transformation. I go, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, because mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, I'll go. <laughs> I'm like, Ew, gross. <laughs> that's the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen. 
right there. It's because there's such a stark contrast. Seriously. And it really puts in perspective, like, that's really what we're valued for. So True. Maybe you shouldn't think those you're, things. You're, yes. I'm really I'm checking part of the your problem. bias. You are the problem. I am the problem. Hey, we're all the problem. If you don't think it's, you're the problem, you're, you're the, the problem. problem. <laughs> it's facts. Okay, so getting into some of the musical facts. Uh, the music was written by the one and only Stephen Sondheim. Our, you know, do you know who that is? I know the name. What else has he done? Okay, Stephen Sondheim is obviously one of the best musical composers of all time, having composed musicals or written lyrics for shows such as West Side Story, okay. Gypsy, Company, Follies, Sweeney Todd, and Sunday in the Park with George. Not seen a single one of those. My knowledge of Sweeney Todd is that scene in The Office where Andy comes in. <laughs> the tale Sweeney, of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> yeah. So Sweeney Todd's on Broadway right now. Josh Groban yes. is Sweeney Todd. Yes, but I think my sister and brother-in-law are going to go see yeah, it. Yeah, I had a friend go see it this last week. But it's crazy. She, but when they performed at the Tony Awards, the whole next day I just kept watching that scene from The Office. It's yeah, so literally. Funny. It's so funny. And the tale of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> The demon bopper of fleet. I don't Stormed. remember the, the I something 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 odd. I know that part. Oh, his skin was pale and his eye was odd. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it is. is. But yeah, mm, Sweeney Todd's Andy. really good. But Johnny Depp is also in the Sweeney Todd movie. So guess Stephen Sondheim has a thing for Johnny Depp. Yep. Wait, when was the Sweeney Todd movie? It's two thousand eight. Oh, I think. okay. Maybe I should watch that. Yeah, probably one. I did a podcast episode on it. It's only like 30 minutes long. Oh, really? Because that's the only I did that one by myself because I was like, I want to see how that feels. Interesting choice. It was weird. Okay. It's just me being like, and then this happened. And then this happened. And then then this. (laughs) Literally, it's it's like me reading like a paper. It's terrible. Anyways. (laughs) But that is my least listened to episode. So that's really interesting. I really was like, we'll see. Wait, that's not a good sign. Well, I think it is a good sign because that means people like the interviews. Because me personally, Uh, I don't like interview episodes. I prefer listening to a solo podcaster. Oh, like when someone else is podcasting. Yeah. Well, I prefer. Yeah. I prefer that with some podcasts. It depends so, on the podcast. But I also think most of my audience comes from the people that are, are on the podcast, send it to their family. I was going to say, and you're interviewing the audience. Exactly. So, oops. Okay, and then... You got to do what you got to do. Back man. on track. <laughs> the book is written by James Lapine. Lapine is an accomplished writer and director, having worked on shows such as Sunday in the Park with George, Falsettos, Diary of Anne Frank, 25th Annual Putnam oh. County Spelling Bee, and the 2012 revival of Annie. Wait, what's that spelling bee one? Twenty fifth annual Putnam County I saw spelling that. bee. Did it's you see it at so Center Point? Good. No, I saw it at Hope Box Theater in Gainesville. Oh, it's bomb. Insane. I really like it. Loved it. It's really good. Did you know who was in the original Broadway cast of Twenty Fifth Annual Putnam Mm-mm. County Spelling Bee? I probably won't know who it is. You will know who it is because who it's is Mitch it? from Modern Family. He plays the weird oh, kid. Wait. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I know. So, yep. So he. It's so good. Dur- he. Either wrote or direct that. I don't remember. Wait, so Into the Woods was based off of a book? Into so all musicals no. Into the all musicals have the the compositions and then they have the book. And the book is like oh, the script, the blocking, I see, things I see, like I see. that. And then the wow. music is the music. I'm learning so much. Yeah. That's crazy. So, so in the Tony Awards they have like a best book award and that goes to the like so it's like screenwriter basically interesting and tony's is that's just just like musicals, musicals. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay i think okay. they have plays too i actually don't know that is so terrible of me yeah you're a terrible person for not knowing that okay but also who goes and sees a play that's People like shakespeare that's know. boring some of them are interesting 
I've seen a play. Wait, To Kill a Mockingbird is a play. Yeah, I liked that. I think I fell asleep. Straight up. It was a ninth grade field trip, and I fell asleep. Oh, I liked that one. Anyways. Anyways. It opened on November 5th of 1987, which was 36 years ago, and it ran until September 3rd, 1989, which, so that was like almost two years of it being on Broadway. And then it had several U.S. tours, Revival, or West End, things like that, lots of tours. Um, it won, it, it was a big Tony winner. It's I'm here. sure. It was so it won amazing. three major Tony awards, including best score, best book, and best actress in a leading role for Joanna Gleason as the Baker's wife. Holy and do you want to know what makes that even more impressive? What? This is the same year that Phantom of the Opera was at the Tonys. <gasps> they opened the same year. So. For real? Okay, then why is Phantom of the Opera? It feels like it's so much bigger than Into the Woods. Oh, because Phantom of the Opera never closed until this year. Oh. Whoa. Into the Woods only ran for two years, and then it had a revival in 2002, and then it had a revival this last year. Holy crap. So. Good for you, Into the Woods, though. Also, why is it the baker's wife? I'll get into that. I'll get into (laughs) stupid. (laughs) It's really. Lady Giant. Yeah. Giantess. (laughs) Giantess. Well, that's the thing in the movie. She's like, it's a lady giant. Isn't that funny? Isn't that peculiar? (laughs) Emily, why? Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Baker's wife. Women can be giants, too. Yeah. Anyways. But. So there have been two Broadway revivals, like I said. Um, The last one I went. I went and saw this last one in December. It was really good. Um. Notable cast members from the original Broadway cast include Bernadette Peters as the witch. Wait, what is she in? I know that name. Bernadette Peters. I literally did an episode on her. She is in Annie Get Your Gun. She's in Gypsy. She's in She's in Annie. She's What does she play in Annie? She's Lil, she's Rooster's like girlfriend in Annie. Don't know those characters. Anyway, oh I know my the gosh. name. What else is she in? You know what? I'm kind of bad at this kind of stuff. Know what I, I know. mix her up with? I mix her up with Susan Sarandon in my brain when that it comes is to so acting. so embarrassing. Okay. I literally don't acting, know who that is. <clears throat> me. Quick fact check. Just real looking. Quick. Movies. For Bernadette Peters? Yeah. Oh, she's in the 1997 Cinderella. You know, maybe I'm thinking, where'd you go, Bernadette? That yeah, new probably. movie on Netflix. <laughs> Me, you've never seen any I'm of like, these movies. I know that. Let me woman. just read. Let me just read off these movies. Annie, she's in The Jerk. Wait, the original Annie? Yeah, nineteen eighty-two Annie. I don't think I've seen that. Anyway, The Jerk. Oh, my WTF. last podcast episode was that. Sorry. And Cinderella. No. Nope. Pink Cadillac. Nope. The Into the Woods Pro Shop. The nope. Longest Yard. Oh, Pennies from Heaven. Nope. She is in Anastasia, but she she plays the um, lady that wears pink. A movie called David. What's even Anastasia. Nope. A Stephen Sondheim movie. A movie called Silent Movie. And a movie called Slaves of New Why York. Are, okay. Yeah, I know none of those. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Final answer. Yeah, probably. Awkward. But she's a really big Broadway person. She is. She was Stephen Sondheim's muse. So like, pretty much every show he wow. like, wrote has like a role That's really for her. Cool. So. Is she still alive? Yeah, I went and saw her in concert in November. Oh. That's really cool. Yeah. So. Legend. She's really cool. She has an organization called Broadway Barks, and it raises money for dogs. So, New favorite person. Yep. I love dogs. I think her and Liza Minnelli started it together. Yeah, Liza it, Minnelli. My yeah, favorite Yeah, you know person. Liza Minnelli. 
Okay. Next. Um, but Bernadette Peters as the witch, Joanna Gleason as the baker's wife, Robert Westenberg as the wolf slash Cinderella's prince, because those are played by the same people in the show. And oh. then Gene Kelly, Jean Louisa Kelly as, do you know who that is? No. No. But I know I was the like, name. If you know who that is, I will be shocked. I know. I feel like I know. Maybe I'm thinking Grace Kelly. Yeah, probably. Jean Louisa Kelly, the only reason I put her in there, because she plays Snow White in the stage version, because Snow White and Sleeping Beauty are in the stage version. Oh, yeah. Because uh-huh. the princes, like, remarry them when their princesses are like, I actually hate you. Oh, wow. So, or Wait, when Rapunzel? Rapunzel kills herself. Yeah. In the stage version. How do I not remember that? Has it changed at all? The stage version? I don't think so. Because that was what happened when I went and saw it in December. So. Hmm. That's. But rim. they also could make it more or less obvious family, depending on the audience. Um, but she plays Snow White in the um, stage version. And Jean Louisa Kelly, for those who are fans of the movie Mr. Holland's Opus. Did we watch that together ever? I was like, yes. this is my favorite movie. <laughs> I think she plays the girl that like is trying to like date her teacher. I don't remember that because I think they was that the one I was doing the boxing workout the during and also homework. Probably that's yeah. you during every movie. Yeah, pretty much. Still, anyway. I'm often told, but she sings in that and she's really bomb. Is that a musical? There's music in it, but it's not a musical. Oh. It's it's a movie about a music teacher. Yeah, I recall it, but yeah, I was I sleeping it. slash doing homework slash working out during it. So. Yeah, Sophie can never just sit still. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Sondheim said that he drew from parts of his troubled childhood while creating Into the Woods, saying the father, uncomfortable with babies, was his father, and the mother who Aww. regrets having had children was his mother. Right? Isn't that so painful? Oh my gosh, I'm like tearing up. That's so it's sad. So, so yeah. There's the the musical facts. Dang. And then on to the movie facts. So sad. I know it's so sad. Well, Wait, yeah. the mother who regretted having children? How mm-hmm. did he draw from that in the... In I the... think he might have meant Jack's mom. Probably. Man, yeah. she sucks. She does suck. She sucks. She hits but her child. But she's also a woman affected by poverty. Like Word. <laughs> I would just be a terrible mother. Yeah. Let's be honest, Jane. JK, JK. No, that's not real. Guys, I think I'll be a good mom one day. If I have daughters. If I have sons, they're on their own. I'm going to spank them for (laughs) sure. I will not be a hashtag boy mom. Oh, yeah. Gross. Okay. Anyway, movie facts. Movie facts. So the film released on December 25th, 2014, like I said. That's so crazy that the play like started 20 years before that or something. It would have been 30 years. 30 years? Well, 87. It would have been like 25 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then it's directed by Rob Marshall. Uh, Rob Marshall also directed Chicago, uh, Mary Poppins Returns, and he also directed the Little Mermaid remake that just came out. Oh, cool. So uh, Ben Platt's dad is the producer of the new Little Mermaid. That really makes sense. Speaking of Dear Evan Hansen. That really makes yeah. sense. And he also choreographed the 1999 version of Annie, weirdly enough. These people. They're all involved in the same crap. I was crap. like, these theater people really just intermingle. I like hear there have been like several names that have come up multiple times. Interesting. The screenplay was written by James Lapine, who wrote the book for Into the Woods. So that's the same. Oh, cool. Uh, filming dates and locations. Uh, before filming in July of 2013, the cast went through six weeks of sound soundstage rehearsals where they learned choreography and blocked their scenes. 
to prepare for the filming where Stephen Sondheim was. He was at the filming. And I'm like, this talk about being scary. Like, yeah, holy crap. Wait, just, he's the director? No, he was just there. He's the composer. He composed oh, the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm silly like, me, silly me. That would be Rob really Marshall spooky. Is the Rob Marshall's the director. Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. Um, principal filming took place in Shepperton Studios in England, as well as throughout other filming locations in England in September of 2013 and then in concluded in November of 2013. So that's what? Oh, that's like two, two months. months. That's pretty average. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That seems well, fast. Well, like musicals, well, because they'll do so much rehearsal beforehand. Oh, okay. Because with musicals, they have to learn the choreography yeah, and the music yeah. and stuff. So like they've already recorded all the music. They've already. Oh, like, that's right. Because they don't sing it live. Yeah. I mean, some people do, but mostly. It's, in this one, some people do. The only person who sings live in this one is Jack's mom. Why? Probably because she's not in it enough to need her to come all the way to oh, L.A. Perhaps. Perhaps. But I don't know. How come they were like all English, but then Little Red Riding Hood wasn't? Okay, that's the interesting thing. So originally, mm-hmm. uh, Little Red was supposed to be played by Sophia Grace. Do you remember those little girls? Wait, on Ellen? <laughs> what? She was supposed to be That's playing. not real. That's so real. That's not According real. According to IMDb. Starship. Oh, <laughs> to fly. Yeah. So that was supposed to be a little red. That but then so Sophia Grace's funny. parents were like, we don't want her to do this. So then they cast Lelia Crawford. Who's who, amazing. Who played Annie in the revival of the 2012 wow. revival. So Rob Marshall had, or James Lapine had worked with her. Wait, the revival on stage? On or stage, th- yeah, oh, okay, the 2012 okay, okay. Broadway revival. She's so good. She is really I, good. And I like her voice a lot. She plays a good brat, so but like she's not a brat. I don't think she's a brat. I never connected that she was... Her and Meryl, only not British ones. Meryl? Meryl Streep. Oh, I think... <laughs> there is one Meryl. <laughs> well, I... Like, Meryl? TF is Meryl. <laughs> Wait, but no, she is a little British. She has like... She, she has that weird like... Transatlantic. Like... <laughs> old timey like a british draw yeah like you can't put your finger on it but you know it's there yeah yeah true but yeah so she was originally supposed to be sophia grace i learned that today that's so funny it is very funny she would have been bad she at that been so terrible why would they even why think they that? cast her anyway but the budget was 50 million dollars wow um <laughs> sorry i just got the heebie-jeebies <laughs> yesterday when i was getting ready for bed i saw a bug crawl up my neck and i was like <laughs> flicks it off yeah, my body i'm like gross oh, i would have i have lice for so long <laughs> um and then so the budget was 50 million and then is that it, standard i honestly don't remember i would be interested to compare that to I other mean, movies i mean i look up well because compared to well, i feel like they didn't have to do i'll compare it to lame is do you think that's oh maybe it might mm. but in lame is didn't they do all live singing I don't know. Actually, I think they did. I haven't done that one yet. That's why Hugh Jackman. Lame Miz's so budget bad. is sixty-one million. Oh, okay. So that's pretty close. <laughs> Only eleven million. Okay, but if you think like an extra hour, <laughs> proportionally I'm look at the speaking, Mama Mia budget. Never seen it. How we lived together? Did you ever watch it while we lived together? Pretty sure I did. I was probably doing homework. Yeah, Mama Mia's is fifty-two million. So okay, that's pretty average. Yeah, I mean lower end of average, but yeah, but also it was done in it was mostly shot shot in a studio and not on location, so that I think it has part to do with it. So, oh, because like they were just on random studios in England. So, huh? 
kind of like all the woods into the woods all the like parts where they're in like the dark woods that is are very those much real? inside no oh the parts that are real are when they're like out in the fields i think so like really jack's house and then oh. the the fountain where they do agony is real and then like the village and the village like, i think is village. outside i it's the same studios they're shooting um wicked at right now so they're shooting wicked mm-hmm. when is that coming out we don't know what the writer's strike now it's supposed fetch to come out next year strike. But i'm just kidding that's a joke i was I gonna say fetch it. the studio execs who don't pay their actors and writers enough money okay but i was just thinking how badly i want to see wicked i've never seen it before they're doing the music two movies so good oh the music is so good so anyway um the notable cast members from the movie this is really an all-star cast i think this was an era mm-hmm. of film where we were like especially with big movie musicals they just want to cast the biggest stars they see yep. the same thing with mama mia it's just like all these really famous people to draw in audiences like i think that lame is is the exception with that like really the biggest stars in that is they had russell crowe hugh jackman and anne hathaway and eddie redmayne eddie red but was he a big deal at the time i recognized him Okay, so. but yeah, I mean that might have made him big because after that he was like in the theory. He of was in like Fantastic stuff. Beasts and stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, like, that was very much his era. Anne Hathaway, man. Anne Hathaway was she a really made big me name. Cry. That was but so like, sad. other than that, like, Aaron Tveit was no one. Like, he well, was on Broadway, who, but who was the adult Cosette? Uh, she seemed familiar. The adult Cosette. Yeah. Or like sixteen year the old. The adult Eponine? No, Cosette. Cosette is Anne Hathaway. No, oh, wait, no. No, she's not. That's Eponine. That's no, no. that's not Eponine. Oh my god. That's Fontaine. Fontaine. Pardon. You're an idiot. Shut up. There are too many names. Oh, it's and they Amanda all end Seyfried. With it's Amanda Seyfried. And she would okay. have been a big deal at the time. Okay. Yeah. That's so like that. a couple big wow, names. Wow, I knew how I <laughs> I knew I had more knowledge than you. <laughs> No, but these movie musicals, they tend to just cast all-stars. So Because otherwise people won't go see them because nobody likes movie musicals. I do. Well, me too, but like just realistically speaking. But I think now we get different because, I mean, I mean, Wicked will definitely be all-stars. But, oh, my gosh. Um, but like West Side Story, I didn't feel like were all-stars. Those Never were mostly it. Broadway people. Oh, okay. So with the exception of... And who cares about Broadway? Am I right? <laughs> F Broadway. Comment a clap emoji if you agree. <laughs> clap emoji. Okay, so the cast for this movie is Meryl Streep as the witch, my queen. queen. Uh, James Corden as the baker, slay, slay. Emily Blunt as the baker's wife, mad slay, big slay, huge slay, bombastic slay, bombastic slay. Um, Anna Kendrick as Cinderella, big slay. I love Anna Kendrick. Really, I love Anna. Ke- That's a recent. She love. annoys me. So moving on, that's really upsetting for me. Chris to hear that. Pine as Cinderella's prince. I don't like Chris Pine. That's Chris Pine. Yes, he's low key ugly. Like, sorry about it. Yeah. I think the most attractive he's ever been is in um, Princess Diaries two. But that's Chris. It's Pine. Chris Pine. Also, he's a douche. I was like, I um, I mostly hate him because he's a dick. Yeah, so. his personality sucks. But yeah, he's not. He's kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lilia Crawford as Little Red, uh, Daniel Fire. Huddlestone as Jack, who he also played Gavroche in Les Mis, which I didn't recognize till today. I so. could do without. You didn't know that no. until today. Until today, I didn't realize. Wow, I've never seen these movies close enough together to that I would have recognized the that. Together, yeah. 
Um, and then Johnny Depp as the wolf. Scary. <laughs> but also very but also scary. Slay, yeah. <laughs> Bad job. Bad job on our part. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> my V. My V. Sorry, team. Oopsie. That's okay. Christine Baranski is Cinderella's stepmother. What else is she in? She's in Mamma Mia. She is also in... Wait, stepmother? Stepsister? Stepmother. Oh, stepmother. Because I recognized her, and I think she plays a good... Christine. Just terrible person. Uh, She's in The Grinch. She plays Martha May Huvier. Wait. Yes. Yeah. That's how you know her. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like she might have been her but i couldn't put my finger on it that makes a lot of sense um and then we have a bunch of other famous people as well but those are the big ticket names can you think of anyone else that you were like wow that's a Mm -mm. famous person nope okay so then i'll read the quick synopsis Synopsis. that's a little dance what it's from megamind Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Make that a musical. <laughs> Petition to make Megamind a musical? That would actually kill. Like, Hashtag Megamind the musical. That actually would... No, that Mr. would slay. Mr. Blue Sky, it would be such a good that jukebox musical. Slay. Yep. People would freaking love that. They'd the boots. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Okay. So the synopsis. Into the Woods intertwines four classic fairy tales, Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella, and Rapunzel, through the captivating journey of the baker and his wife. Their heart's desires is to- This is so cheesy. <laughs> Did you read this straight off of the internet? I wrote one, copied and pasted it into AI. Chat GPT. I knew it. <laughs> and, I then, knew it. and then had him copy and paste it out. I read it and was like, wow, that's really good. <laughs> and now I'm like... No, but honestly, when you said those first two sentences, I was like... Oh my gosh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I never put it together that clearly in my brain. Mm-hmm. They want to have a child, but but a curse cast upon them by their, witch neighbor, by, by their witch neighbor sets them on a fateful You know, quest. just the neighbor that's a witch, you know. It's your standard Centerville suburb. <laughs> the baker's father once stole vegetables and magical beans from the witch's garden, leading to the loss of her youth and beauty. To break the curse, the witch tasks the couple with retrieving four special items. A cow as white as milk, a cape as red as blood, hair as yellow as corn, and a slipper as pure as gold. Okay, wait. Can I ask a question, though? Yeah. Why was she so peeved? Because, like, what did those vegetables have to do with her youth and beauty? Like, just She's stealing just, them? See, She was just upset. Well, and the thing it is, It was she, the beans that took away her youth and beauty. But why? Because just they're for the magical. sake of this story? Okay, so did, she knew they were magical. Was she protecting them because Probably. she knew the giants? <laughs> knew of the giants. I don't think she actually knew the giants. with the giants every week. Sunday night trivia with the giants. Uh, <laughs> lady giant. Uh, lady giantess. <laughs> lady giantess. But I think, so her mother, based on the lore, her okay. mother. The lore. It goes very the deep. Lore, her mother... I'm assuming her mo- it's like her mother's garden and her okay. mother was like the 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 madre witch and she had mm. the beans and she was like don't lose any of these beans cuz cuz you're going to be ugly. Well, 
that's the consequence, but it's more like you're going to wreak havoc on the world if those beans get lost. Interesting. There's probably some symbolism there. I'm sure there is. Sometimes I'm like, I really should do some deeper research. Yeah. But I already but spent I just, like, so much time yeah. doing this. Anyways. You got to scrape the surface first. But so then her mother died. Mm-hmm. And but also she's in this like reality where she can still control stuff. <laughs> so maybe she's in hell living among us. Yeah, I don't what? Know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it goes very deep. This is like Marvel right here. That's as deep as it goes. The ICU. <laughs> what? Oh, MCU. Yeah, Marvel cinema. Okay, yeah, MCU. into the woods cinematic universe. Oh, I see you. I was thinking um, intensive care unit. Yeah, that's why it was funny. <laughs> Just got it Thanks. a little slow today. But she can still like control stuff, and so she was like, "Don't lose the beans, or else I'm gonna make you ugly." But her mom sucks. Yeah, because her mom's probably misogynist. Because she's like, "Your only value." In yeah, this world that's is what being I'm thinking. Beautiful so and that young. makes a lot of sense. Why? The so then the way he she just does. stole the vegetables and she just got mad that he was stealing the vegetables. They, but they then didn't she have also any. got old and ugly. But then as on his way out, he took them beans. And she and, didn't know it until and, she got them. Until she was like, dinosaur oh claws. <laughs> that scene where oh, her girl, like, I'm like, that is cinematic. Okay, but the thing is, I'm like, girl, can you not clip your nails? Like, is that <laughs> like, is that just like how the curse works? You like, I don't think the beans now? are that powerful, girl. Get some nail clippers. I know it's probably like, what, 300 BC? I don't know. How do you think they clipped their nails back in olden times? Scrapo gets the gravel. They probably just bit them. Oh, I mean, I do that now. I was going to say, we haven't evolved that much. Yeah, I was going to say, roots with our, the back to the roots of our ancestors. I couldn't think of of what I was saying. No, but for real, and I saw those bony hands. I'm like, girl, drink some milk, B. Like, your veins like ah. so bad you need to so hydrate bad. girl anyways but these items are scattered throughout the intertwining stories so the baker and his wife have to go through all the stories to grab them and they planned that really well <laughs> they did that yeah really james will find it a bomb job. no no for real like the one scene in the movie where they're all singing into the and they're all like crossing paths i'm like wow it's incredible they set up the plot so well yeah We'll get to that, though. Okay, okay, sorry. Don't get ahead of ourselves. As the baker and his wife weave through the tales, they encounter the familiar characters, and by the third midnight, they manage to gather the required items. The fairy tale characters seemingly find their happily ever after as their wishes come true. However, the arrival of a vengeful giant from the giant kingdom shatters their giant lady giant (laughs) let me just reiterate Um, it's a female from the giant kingdom shatters their newfound happiness seeking revenge for her husband's death the giant she's hysterical (laughs) she's a woman yeah i mean she's probably on her period so like (laughs) you can't she can't help it sorry her hormones are just all maybe she's pregnant we might not know That would be crazy if she gave birth at the movie to a A huge baby. baby. (laughs) That would be... Imagine the freaking fluid. It just crushes the whole village. Oh, that's so... It literally is a hurricane. Oh, that's literally so disgusting. Don't be downwind of that. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, but like the gravity would work really well. She could just stand right up and just... You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but we can do that. And that's true. Proportionally speaking, the baby like, would be proportional would be to her birth same. canal. <laughs> Gravity is the My same bad. no matter your weight. So. I'm not a giant 
doctor OBGYN over here. I don't know if anyone is or should be, but an OBGYN for the uh, for the giant. obstetrician uh giant nutrition idol. What does it even stand for? Gynecologist. For- That's what it is. Obstetrician gynecologist. <laughs> Guys, I should know this better. This is like my area. (laughs) This is my area. Okay. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, Moving on from the the giant giant wreaks havoc upon the kingdom, leaving devastation and loss in her wake. In the second act, the characters must grapple with the with the unforeseen consequences of their desires. They face grief, confusion, and the harsh reality of life. As the chaos unfolds, they are forced to reevaluate their initial wishes and reflect on what truly matters. The story delves into the depths of human desire and their far-reaching impacts. The characters must unite unite to confront the giant giantess and make Lady difficult giant. choices to test their inner strength and convictions. In the end, they successfully defeat the giant, but they are left with the aftermath of their decisions. The experience leaves them wise, leaves them wiser, understanding the complexity of their dreams and the importance of facing the consequences of their actions. Into the Woods ultimately serves as a poignant reminder that life is a multifaceted, is multifaceted, and that every choice we make has implications beyond our immediate desires. The characters' journeys leads them to a deeper understanding of themselves and the world around them, fostering growth, resilience, and a newfound appreciation for life's complexities. Thank wow. you, ChatGPT. Well done, ChatGPT. ChatGPT really making it's the difference. Really good. We started using it for work, and I was like, "Why have I not been using this yeah. forever?" It's for it's legit. My dad made a work resume off of it. That's what I made a job description yeah. for it, and I was yeah. like, "That literally took me three minutes." As yeah, opposed it's to like sweet. thirty. Which I'm like, I also need to get paid for my work. So like, can we not be doing hourly anymore? Can I be getting a salary? Oh yeah. So word. Work. Anyways, um, then some fun facts and behind the scenes about the movie. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's exciting. Give so, me the dirty, dirty tea. Yeah. According to Anna Kendrick, the set pieces used for the woods were so big and realistic that she and Chris Pine actually got lost while on the soundstage and they had to be that rescued is just so by a production precious. assistant. Isn't that crazy? That's so precious. Just- Oh my gosh, Anna Kendrick, because you're just so little. You're just so little. You're just so tiny, her, Anna Kendrick. Her, oh, what is her Her brother's memoir? name? No, oh. her memoir's called, like, I'm a Shorty tiny widow widow. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm a teeny, I'm a teeny, little, I'm a teeny baby. little baby. I'm going to Google it. That's actually pretty upsetting. It's I like wish scrappy I didn't little know that. no one or something. Okay, but to be fair, she is pretty small. She is small, but also. The idea that she's a nobody is so far from true. Okay, um, but what else is she in besides Pitch Perfect and Into the Woods? Twilight. What? She's in Twilight. It's called Scrappy no Little Nobody. Way. But she was on Broadway as a kid. She was literally Annie. So I'm like, shut up. Oh, I had no idea. No, she's in so many Broadway Wait. shows. So I'm like, you were not a scrappy little no one when you moved to LA. What you character, were a child star. What character was she in Twilight? So I haven't seen Twilight, but I think it's she's Renesme. Who? Renesme? Yeah. That's a doll. I'm going to actually fact check that because I would feel How the haters. How tall is Anna Kendrick? She's probably like 5'2". She's 5'2". Probably... You got it. Wow. So she's not that much shorter than me. How how old is it? Blake Lively is 5'10". Yeah, because she's wow. a goddess. Wow. Bill Hader is 6'1", just in case you were wondering. Wait, but how old is she? 
Anna oh. Kendrick, she's like 35 or something. I was trying to search how old and I just typed hold. <laughs> hold. How? Oh, her name's Jessica. That's so awkward. Who's the... Who the is Renesme then? Renesmee. Did I come? Did I pull that? Okay. Out also, how old is Kendrick Lamar? Because I'm an idiot. He's 36. <laughs> I was like, whoa, you are so close, but that's not her. Oh, Renesme is a character in Twilight. Who? Okay. Oh, she's 37. She's almost 40. Yeah. Wow. She's almost about to become irrelevant because she's so old and gross. Yeah. She turns 40. <laughs> so crazy. Renesme is the child of Bella and Edward. Oh, it's gross. It's scary looking. Oh, I, I remember that. Okay. So that is that. Okay, yeah. According to Anna Kendrick, Chris Pine was extremely shy about his singing voice and noted that he would not, that he would he hold back during, he, yeah, <laughs> hold back during rehearsals. She only heard his actual singing voice when she was eating lunch in the recording studio. She was in a room by herself and she heard a beautiful crooning voice coming from the hallway, but she assumed that it was a singer from a different project since multiple records were being recorded in the studio. She then noticed that the singing wasn't stopping, so she poked her head out to see who it was. To her surprise, she discovered that it was Pine, who didn't know anybody else was there and i'm like mm, okay. he's fine i guess i that story is cringy that's very cringy yeah whatever like, okay. anyways chris pine you're just so chris shy pine, oh my gosh. you're just like you're not like you're other so guys. inferior to everyone so you need to be so shy shut up chris pine no one cares <laughs> shut up chris pine okay meryl streep revealed that after turning 40 like we were just talking about she was offered three witch roles in the same year. Wait a minute. Hold up. Let's talk about that. She was only 40. How old is Meryl Streep? Well, she, no, she wasn't 40 when this came out. Okay. She's like in her like, 70s now. What? Wow. She's old. Yeah. We're Good for her, though. Doing, I think she's like 73. If I'm right, I'll roll the screen. How old is Meryl Streep? <laughs> Getting sick of typing. 74! That's wow. insane. She looks amazing. So she would have been, what, 64? Or 65. No, 63. Wait. Yeah, 63. Right? Because it was nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, so no, that's 65. <laughs> you, correct. <laughs> yes, nine years ago. I was doing my math the wrong way, okay? Anyways, so she would have been 65 when this came out. But so she was offered three witch roles after she turned She was offered three 40? witch roles after she turned 40, and she implemented a, a no witches rule where she wasn't going to be a witch until Stick she Stick it to the up, man, Meryl Streep. I know, Good period. For you. She's Meryl Streep. Yeah, queen. She ended up breaking that rule after meeting composer and lyricist Stephen Sondheim. And I said, if Stephen Good. Sondheim asked me to be a witch, I'd do anything for him. Mm -hmm. But And Rob Marshall, also. I would be a witch for yeah. Stephen Sondheim. She kills it as the witch. So I'm she curious what other witch roles she was offered. I'm like, I know. what other movies have witches? Hocus Pocus? Witches, the fire. movie? Um, have you not seen Witches? It's really scary. No. A scary movie. It's not like a scary movie. It's like a children's movie, but it's scary like, to kids. Like Coraline type of thing. That's still scary to me. Though. It came out in the 90s, though. So oh, it's gross. Kinda... That's why I haven't seen it. Um, maybe like Room on the Broom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My niece and nephew are big fans of that. And boy, let me tell you, if Meryl Streep was in that, so would I be. <laughs> Too bad it's animated. <laughs> Too bad she could physically not be in that movie. Unless they like CGI'd her or something. Anyway. Her with a cartoon background. 
<laughs> riding on a broom, I die. It's it's a pretty fire show, but anyway, that's not what we're Anyways. here for. Okay, Emily Br- Emily Blunt portrays a woman who is unable to have a child in the film while Blunt was actually pregnant during filming. Really? With they, John Krasinski's baby? Yeah. Love John This Krasinski. resulted in multiple, multiple different techniques to hide her pregnancy. So when they were in, she like found out she was pregnant like right after she got cast. Am I pregnant? <laughs> so she had to call Rob Marshall and be like, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. And he was like, you fired. No. Because Rob Marshall is hopefully a good dude. Also, that's illegal. Yeah, it is so illegal. So don't do that. But if you're in a right-to-work state, I mean, they just don't have to tell you why they fire you. <laughs> I doubt California is one of those. So. Yeah, probs. Um, but she, so then, like, when they were doing rehearsals, she was three months pregnant. And then wow. by the time they, like, filmed, she was seven months pregnant, which I'm like. So when she actually has that pregnancy belly, that's probably her real belly. Probably. Wow. And she's like, but- that was fast. <laughs> I'm like, okay, the Virgin Mary. Like, (laughs) no, but like, so when she's saying any moment in the woods or any moment, pardon me, because then it's what's happening. Any moment, and then moments in the woods. She was like seven months pregnant, so she's making out with Chris Pine, like seven months pregnant. That's scandalous. Yeah, that's really. I said, John, are you on set? Yeah, John, take a peeksie. I mean. Not very big competition, according I was to me. But say, Chris Pine is uggo. You ain't got so. nothing to worry about, John. <laughs> Chris Pine. John Krasinski is the most attractive man. He in really the world, is. So, and I'm his like, personality on The Office just makes him that much better. Just makes me feel. Some and the sort quiet of way. place. I haven't oh. seen that because I'm scared. I'm scared. You know John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I did are know in that. that, right, girl? Yeah, I did. Girl, it's. Oh, I get scared. Okay, you know what I love. The baker's wife, she's so freaking independent, this whole freaking movie. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to just get this crap done. And then the baker's like, it's too dangerous for you out here, baby. <laughs> and I'm like, she's doing all the freaking work. Like, baker, what did you even accomplish? Literally nothing. Nothing. Literally you got the nothing. cape. And that she's like, it. I have all five items. And Literally. Like, um, I lost. Like, I can't get that. I'm like, baker, shut up. You're incompetent. You're incompetent. <laughs> Makes me so angry. Hey, freaking man! Like it's so dangerous for you out here. You can't be out here. And she's like, okay. And then goes sneaks seventeen items for her baby <laughs> for her unborn items. child. Seriously, it's really upsetting. Um, but because the baker and his wife lack proper names in the show, mm. Emily Blunt and James Corden referred to them as Marjorie and Je- and Jeff. But it's Geoff. That's kind of cute. <laughs> Why isn't it the baker and her husband? the baker's husband here's do you want to know something interesting that i learned i do want to know this um baxter the last name baxter is a descendant of baker come from no listen oh is a descendant of a woman who took their own last name who was a baker uh oh so like okay so like a woman who like she's a baker and she like it's her own last name. Okay, that makes sense. I guess my dad told me that. But they don't, don't have last names. Well, yeah. I'm oh, just you're just saying. saying I'm fun just. Fact. That's a fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. My dad told me that after we saw Into the Woods. I think we should rewrite the play and and flip gender equality. All, yeah, and flip all the roles. You should see Barbie Girl. I'm so you need I to know, see Barbie. I really want to see it. I really want to see it. Okay, 
Chris Pines wasn't aware of the original Into the Woods play. Oh my gosh, why are we at Literally, he is them? just stacking it up on how terrible he is. He <laughs> But sucks. he wanted to audition based off of the, based on the cast and the director. On the night before his singing audition, he decided to Google the play, and to his horror, he found pages of fan messages, boards, and comments, along with passionate, positive reviews of the play and Broadway show. He's like, oh, this character is a douchebag? Sign me up. He's That's like, where I'm I perfect thrive. for it. He's like, no wonder they sent me for this. Literally. This made him so nervous that he didn't sleep all night and even briefly considered canceling the meeting with Rob Marshall. Good for you, Chris Pine. Seriously. Um, Then that's my Sophia Gray's little thing. Who are three people who would have been better than Chris Pine? Um, Voldemort. (laughs) Satan. (laughs) Satan and Hitler. And there. Like... I'm just kidding. That was too (laughs) That was a bit much. I can't even think of any male actors besides Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. The Chris's. Yeah. Who's the other Chris? Uh, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Barf. You don't like Chris Pratt? You like Chris Pratt? I feel... I, I'd say I feel slightly better than neutral about Chris Pratt. Homeboy's kind of scary Christian. Really? That's upsetting. What if John Krasinski took Chris Pine's place that would be hot can you imagine they, oh my gosh it's like role play for them because then they make out <laughs> they make out in the woods That's and they like are strangers let me find the that trivia would be crazy he's tall and handsome like he's tall dark and handsome that is for sure he could probably sing i bet how did i he mean and he Emily could probably s- sing just as much as chris, chris prine. prine prine chris prine chris brine brine shrimp I'm trying to think of other male actors, though. Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, Michael Denzel B. Jordan. Washington. Um, Rocky. The one in Rocky. What? Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Harrison Ford. You know, Not. Liam Hemsworth kind of looks like Chris Pine. Don't you think? Liam Hemsworth. Which is, one is he? He's Gale in Hunger Games. Okay, it looks like Chris Pine. Yeah. Just kind of the but same But I don't think eyes. he could sing either. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he would be terrible. I also think he's a little low-key ugly. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence is way too good for him. That's all I'm saying. And PETA. She's oh, I was like, anyone. were they together? <laughs> no, for Hunger Games. I know, I got confused. Uh, so Lucy Punch plays... <laughs> That's a dumb name. She plays one of Cinderella's stepsisters, and this is the third time she's played Cinderella's stepsisters in a movie, including Enchanted, Ella Enchanted. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Amy Adams. I like Amy Adams. Yeah. Anyway, next. Cinderella, into which came, I don't know which version that one. It's the 2001. Interesting. How old is she? She's old. And then Fairy Tales, which is a 2008 movie. I haven't seen that one, but I have oh, seen okay. Ella Enchanted, so I'm like, I oh, did know yeah, that I she was one. in multiple. Hmm. Um, That's funny. This is the first movie that Meryl Streep ever made for Disney. Really? Isn't that kind of shocking? But then you think about it and you're like, I guess she's in nothing else. Has she done any other movies for Disney since then? Um, I don't think so. She's in Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is Fox, which is owned by Disney now. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox so yeah. much. Wait, what character? Is she the wife? She's the wife. Or, yeah. Mrs. Fox. <sighs> yeah. True. <laughs> Okay, Rob Marshall, the director, was inspired to do a film version of Into the Woods after President Barack Obama's quoted one of the musical's most popular songs, No One Is Alone, during Barack a memorial Obama. service on the 10th anniversary of September 11th. 
Um, he said to the families of the victims, you are not alone. No one is alone. Though the reference was likely un- unintentional, Marshall stated that the reference made the musical relevant and saw it as a fairy tale for the post 9-11 generation. That's really cute, actually. Yeah. Um, and that makes it even more meaningful. Like, yeah. Wow. Here's the deal. This movie, I feel like it paints in really broad strokes, so you can really interpret mm-hmm. it for pretty much anything, well, which is why I love it. so many Storylines that yes. you can, like, look Little at nuggets. that you're like, you'll yeah. find there's something for everyone, you know? There really is. There really is. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal was almost cast as Rapunzel's prince, but I'm guessing Rob Marshall's a Swifty, so he was like, never mind. Whore. Jake Gyllenhaal. because oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he's mid. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't cast him. I actually really like the guy who plays Rapunzel's prince. Yeah, I do too. He should have been Anna Kendrick's prince, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever. I think he. I think you need a dick to play Cinderella's prince, though. He's still a little bit of a douche, but definitely not as. I much. was like, not. He's more tender boy. That's true. More tender That's boy. True. Tender boy who gets his eyes poked out. True. Poor boy. Sad, sad boy. Uh, sad boy. <laughs> okay. Boy. Um, given their history producing musicals, it's surprising that this is only the second theatrical film adaptation of a Broadway play or musical by the Walt Disney Company. What was the first? It's called, uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers and it came out in 1934. So this is like the only one, I think, because I don't think any years later. Yeah. I don't think any else have come out since then. That's actually really cool. So shout out to Disney for that one. Good for Into the Woods. Um, oh, March of the Wooden Soldiers is a Victor Herbert operetta, so it's not even, like, a musical. Oh, okay. So. Gotcha. Okay. And then the last one, I just added this in because I thought it was fun. Before Tracy Ullman was cast as Jack's mother, the other two actresses considered for the role were Allison Janney. Who's that? She plays um, Skeeter's mom in The Help. I love I was like, her. I love her. She's awesome. And then Kathy Bates. I know that name, but Kathy I can't Bates. She plays her. um Unsinkable Molly. She plays Molly Brown in the Titanic. She plays have you seen Fried Green Tomatoes? Mm, probably at one point in my oh, life. Oh, she plays have you seen Blindside? Yes. She's the tutor in the Blindside. Don't remember that. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I have Pooh Brain. Pooh Brain. What else is she? Seventy five. Okay. Okay, but Skeeter's mom, fire. I love her. I oh, she's the she's again. the grandma in Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Shabbat oh Shalom, grandma. Show me a picture. Oh, she's in the office. She's Saber. Yes. Sure, I've never yep. seen the office. So. Well, like, I've never watched it all Kathy the way Bates. through. Yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, okay that's really my last like her fun too. fact. She's a baddie. I love her. She's a baddie. Every role she plays, I go, you're a queen. Yep. Slay Always queen. playing the strong, independent women. Yes, love Okay. Except she does kind of suck in Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Margaret. Like her character. I, I, like her way, I like her way more than the other grandma, so... Yeah, I mean, they both kind of suck. They, they all do. Suck. But also, the whole... We don't need to get into this on the pod, but I think she's not that bad. She's kind of... Manipulative. Whatever. She's not that Sorry, she bad. she loves her granddaughter. Anyway. Oh, my God gosh i don't remember it all too well but i remember not liking her i think she's a good grandma but all good grandmas kind of have to be a pain in the ass of the parents don't they interesting that's a personal take but Hmm. all right and now we're in let's get started yeah 
Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to go in chronological order. I will say it's kind of hard to go in chronological order with this show because there's so many stories going on. So this will be an interesting thing. But Like of the plot? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Also, normally when I write down my notes, I'll be like, and then this happened. And then I'll write a note. This time I was just writing notes. Ooh, that's spicy. So I don't really have context life for most edge. of this. Okay. So the intro to the movie when they do the Disney Castle thing, it's so dark. It's so mysterious. I, for a second, I was like, is my sound working? But then I was like, wait, I remember And then they do part. the like Tinkerbell thing and it's the moon. Mm-hmm. It's the and blue then the moon. flag is like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> And like, literally, oh. and the like woods are in there. I'm like, kind of yeah. awesome. The like color scheme for this movie is really interesting because it's all like dark and like sepia. Very, very dark. I didn't. I like now watching it now. I was like, why is it so dark? Like, why were we in such an era of dark moments? Like, I hadn't thought about because I like I that. would think if they made it today, like obviously there are some like more intense themes yeah. in the movie yeah. and in the musical. But like also in my eyes, it doesn't need to be dark. Also, the yeah. stage version is not dark like it gets sad but i don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, as yeah. dark i think this is more based off of like the grim fairy tales is the vibe yeah. i'm getting yeah and so it's pretty pretty intense at moments but they really shut the scene i always that. forget that like cinematography and that kind of stuff reflects the points they're trying to get across yeah in the movie so i don't ever pay attention to that but now that you mentioned that it makes sense well i don't normally notice it other than when i'm taking notes and i go yeah oh, that's yeah. interesting interesting cinematography so, decision it's pretty dark and then they set into the prologue the 16 minute song that yeah. shook the world holy i love this holy crap what are your thoughts on this whole opening scene well I thought I thought my phone was broken or something when I was watching it because it's just the puddle for a long time. Oh, yeah. And then it's and like, dun, 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 dun. Oh. I wish. me every time. More than anything. More no, than life. I actually love that song. It reminds me of One Day More in Les Mis. Yes. Yep. I love a, a song with lots of overlaying parts. Yeah, and they're all in different intricate and and they like the characters like they don't know each other really Mm -hmm. they're just doing their own thing but But like all going to connect all going into the woods yes you know that for sure because they say (laughs) into the woods at least (laughs) seventeen thousand times (laughs) into the woods it's time Uh, to go uh, i hate uh, to leave uh, i have to though okay but little red's little moment when she's eating the cookie and just singing i sort of hate to ask she can hit those high notes like so effortlessly she is very talented. And has great intonation. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Could have been me. She? she would have been... She was 12. <laughs> Are you serious? I wish we filmed this. I know. <laughs> She's freaking 12? Yeah. And Jack Bro. is 13. Oh, well, I don't care about Jack. <laughs> F Jack. <laughs> F that 13-year-old child boy. That's going to be the pull quote from the podcast. <gasps> F no, Jack. But wait, he's older than us then. He was 13 in, in 2014? 20, yeah, so he was born in 2001. He's a year older than us. We're the same age as Lilia Crawford, though. That's exciting. That's actually really cool for us. I love that. <laughs> oh I and love Billie Eilish. Because I get to this point now where I'm like, ugh, Olivia Rodrigo's younger than me. Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. It's Isn't upsetting. that sad? No, but I love that opening song. Yeah. I really do. And it sets up their characters so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree. I really like this form of storytelling where they're like, weaving in between each other mm-hmm. and they're bouncing back from story to story and it really like honestly like yes is the song 16 minutes long yes but like they also so efficiently establish yes. each of the characters and yeah. their stories and um, the plot makes so much like without that 
you you'd be don't so have confused. the movie. You don't have yeah. the context, especially because like there are some details that are changed mm-hmm. from the like stories that maybe we know that like Disney made yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so like Cinderella's story is just a little bit different, bit different yeah. like, and so things like that. Just got a juicy text. <laughs> oh no. I want to hear the tea. After. Okay, good. <laughs> Me records it on podcast. So this text is from... I should post the... Sometimes I do post the podcast with... I'll leave in gossip about people and just to see That's if people spicy. listen. And Maya doesn't listen. Low-key toxic. <laughs> okay. I originally was like, oh, look at you. I live life on the edge. And you're like... Just to prove that my friends are actually my friends. I'm like, oh, all right. No, That's kind of bad. I don't that juicy. I'll just like slip in something that like. It's just like the normal podcast and it's just like, my, I hate you. <laughs> and then it just like keeps going on. Well, I'll be like, I'll be curious to see if I get a text from this person because I'm talking oh about Oh my them. gosh. Well, here's the deal. Anytime Allie, Maya toxic. talks about me on her podcast, I'll text her and be like, LOL. She does not listen to mine. Allie. I'm toxic. I know. You I don't hold to do it against. I don't reflection. really hold it against her. Okay, I go to therapy. It sounds like you Thank do. It sounds like you do hold it against. No, it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. We'll see if she listens to this segment. She she won't. Maya, if you're listening, I love you. But you also don't listen to my podcast. Also, I hate you. Anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway. So I have the, the song. It's just a banger. I love this song. Mm-hmm. I think the lyric, I think a theme throughout the whole thing is the lyrics in this in this musical are so strong the mm-hmm. rhyming is like insane i'm mm-hmm. like wow genius oh yeah like the wordplay yeah the wordplay is really Crazy. intense and it's so crisp i'm yep. like it just slides off the top. they really worked on that especially uh, like when they get to the yes yeah, diction diction. Yep. diction for sure yeah but when the, like the witches like rap thing that she does oh my gosh I'm Meryl, like, Meryl can spit. She's spitting fire at that mic. Holy f! No, I literally thought that. I was like, the I'm queens, totally gonna queens. sing. And it's so satisfying. I, didn't go, I didn't know he's still in my beats. <laughs> it's so satisfying. And I'm just like head. picturing all those greens, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the Parsley, asparagus, peppers, arugula, cabbage, the and celery, asparagus, literally, and water, birds and lettuce. It's <laughs> he so said, all right. satisfying. It I'm is like, Meryl. You should drop an album, girl. I know. I'm literally like, hey, girl, greatest hits by Meryl. No, literally. But I just think the world, the wordplay is really talented. I like seeing all the characters established and mm-hmm. all the actors, like, throughout this first scene. Well, and Jack's mom has that one line with the cow, and it's like, well, who with the, with the, with the? <laughs> but you know what I mean? While those with us, with the, with her. <laughs> <laughs> and no one keeps a cow for a friend. I'm like, okay. Name, I don't know what's going on in that head like, of yours. Okay, your life insurance money is going to go towards Jack's therapy for the trauma you're causing him. With us, with a with her. No, every time I hear that, I'm like, what is she even saying? I love it. I your words are it's, so intriguing. It's beyond my years, but wow, I'm roped in. I also think this opening song does a really good job of like establishing some like themes, like yes. laying the 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 field for these themes, like in Rapun- or Rapunzel's in Cinderella's story. Mm-hmm. She talks about she's like nice, saying, good, nice, yeah, that good. Yeah, literally, I'm like, how do that's I? That's a theme throughout the whole. Well, thing. that's the I whole love thing that, that like theme. kindness, goodness, and niceness are all different things. Oh, I love it. And I was nice. like. Is different than then, good. That's my dad's favorite line. It's my that's favorite my da- line. I, when we went to it's Into the Woods. favorite line. If you look at my back, my pack pack right now. My pack pack. I have my Into the Woods pins, white heel. No one is alone and charming versus sincere. 
but my dad oh charming sincere yeah. oh my god and so my but I, the, they came in a four pack and i wanted to buy them because they have a pin that says nice is different than good and mm-hmm. i was like father for Aww, you that's and nice. then there's one that just said into the woods on it but that's actually funny because that my mom we had seen the musical and she's like i really like that line and i was like that's like my mom. dad's like what he lives by interesting <laughs> so interesting. i think that's like a theme throughout it and like they laid the bass in this song mm-hmm. um let me look at my baker's comments well and even at the end when meryl streep is singing like the blame song she's like y'all aren't good well and that's the whole thing is like we'll get to there but like definitely they're the like whole all in the same playing that, like, field who why are we arguing about who is nice and who is good like mm-hmm. this is the situation we leave dead yep. ourselves and i also think like in the end when you sing no like no one is alone that's the whole point yep. it's like yep well just the irony of the quote-unquote quote-unquote villain villain versus them telling them that i'm mm-hmm. like girl you're not wrong period you're not wrong Mark. anyway anyway we'll get there um but then after this song i really do enjoy it. um but they are called into the woods for each of their individual journeys and they all Cute. cross each other's paths i love that journey for you i love Jack. that journey for you um then this is one of my favorite parts cinderella goes to her mother's grave and i think the way that Stephen Hunt, Sondheim, James Lapine structured that storyline is so mm-hmm. beautiful to me interesting of being like she went there so often and wept so much yeah that her tears transformed it into a magical tree and i like the way the tree turns reminds me of avatar i've never seen it so <laughs> you've never seen avatar it's like the big huge mother tree and they're like oh, oh the part where they're uh, like i've seen yeah. I've been on the rides in disney so <laughs> that's what it reminds me of i'm like queen no but i just think it's beautiful and i'm like mm, your mom it is quite sad. I usually get boring during that part, but I'm glad that it means so much to you. <laughs> it means something to me. I usually get boring. I meant bored. <laughs> I know. I was like, girl, dumb. <laughs> Oops. Dumb head. But she says, the mom says, are you certain that you wish is what you want? Yeah. And, and I'm like, that and I'm like, sets up wise words, wise words, because that's the, the whole movie. point of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, and it's the beginning of the wish messaging throughout yep. the film. Yep. And then Cinderella turns into a princess and goes to the ball. <laughs> And then after that, we go to Little Red's story. And this is where we get Hello, Little Girl. Hello, Hello, Little Girl. Hark and hush. So (laughs) hark and hush. The birds are singing sweetly. You miss the birds completely. Take your time. Pedophilia. It really is, but it's really cool how quickly it shifts well from, yeah because like, he'll between. be like so like nice and then grooming he'll be, like her. he's literally grooming her grooming her so queen the what's interesting is in the imdb facts it was like obviously this song is about pedophilia yeah but the 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 director went to like lengths to try to like avoid the like really um intense messaging about that yeah and they wanted sure. to like make it like What's the word I'm looking Palatable, for? Palatable. Yeah, again. like nuanced enough that it would go over the kids' heads. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. So didn't like freak them out. So they didn't have my experience. He's literally preying on her. Yeah, exactly. Like, quite literally. Yeah. He lures her in. Well, then he like flashes his coat open. Literally. I'm like, and whenever you go see it on stage, they have like that gross, like hairy six pack. I'm like, what the? Yeah, it's mess. They're always like glistening. I'm like, get that out of my face. That is unnecessary. We don't need to make the wolf attractive. Disgusting. Exactly. And so, I also Johnny Depp isn't a singer, and he's talking. He talks. 
about 60% of the song is just him, like, speaking in rhythm. He's not really singing. Yeah, speaking The only time he ever sings is, like, yeah, <laughs> moving your voice up and down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just, like, the only time he really sings is when he holds out those long notes at the end yeah. of phrases. So many worth exploring. Yeah. Like, he'll do that. Which, honestly, I didn't think were too terrible. I don't think it's... I mean, honestly, I think he's good. He portrays that he's, like, good at acting the role of the wolf. Yeah. I think he does a fine job. The acting makes up for it. For I sure, think though. like I think it's good they had Johnny Depp in it because he yes. plays a creepy guy really, really well. And I also he, think it drew. Loki is audience. kind of a creepy. He guy. is kind of creepy. Yeah, I think if so. I met him, I'd be kind of scared. Yeah, me too. Same with like Michael Jackson, but <laughs> true. I think that's a little more founded though. But after, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when the baker, do you have any more thoughts about that? No, song? no, no. Okay. No. But after that, the the baker's, like, walking by, and he looks over and, like, glances at Red or whatever, and the witch, like, pops out of the tree, and she's like, what are you doing? And yeah. Literally, she's like, I don't get the cape. <laughs> I laughed so hard. The baker falls on his ass, and I go, yeah, that's so funny. Well, and then she's like, well, what are you doing? Just go grab the cape. I'm like, what do you expect him to do, woman? Go Steve. mug that girl? Like, literally. what? Sorry, he's a good person, yeah. unlike you. Well... well that's a that's a conversation for for yeah. Act Two. Yeah, <laughs> but um, when he asked her if she like left any sweets or stuff for Grammy, 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 <laughs> Granny, she goes, "I ate all the sweets and half and a loaf of bread." <laughs> I'm like, "Slay queen, <laughs> same." That is so me, like driving on road trips. I'm like, "I'll just get a baguette, just one cookie." Okay, but also I'm like, it seems like a long walk to Grandma's I house. Say, I would eat all those sweets and true. bread, and, and it's probably like, bomb bread. True. Probably bomb. I bet Emily Blunt makes a bomb bread. Yep. Because she's a woman and she's a homemaker. <laughs> because she's a woman. You and said it, Emily. You said it. I got you on tape. I was actually tape. trying to empower her by saying that she, the baker's wife. She's a great wife, homemaker. The baker's wife is the one running the show, okay? I know. I'm just pranking you. I know you're just pranking me. Anyways. But I did catch you in 4K. <laughs> Continue. But Red screaming after um, he takes the cape. Very funny. Even but funnier also makes stage. me want to... Slug her in the head. Uh, she does a really good scream, though. I was gonna say, I wish I could scream like she that. She does really well, but also I'm like, very rarely girl, can I scream like that girl. anymore. Um, I do think Kamichugi. I do think James Corden is well, kind of funny. Chugi. Ch- oh, that's like a millennial term. Isn't yeah, it? it's like kind of cringy. Yeah, like cringy, but you're like millennial. Oh, okay. But I think James Corden can be funny in this movie. There are several points where I'm like, I'm laughing. Really? Yeah. Mostly when he interacts with the witch, I think he's funny. Because he's a weak little man? Probably, yeah. That's very telling. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. I love to laugh at his weakness. I find it entertaining. I am a feminist. That's what we do. Yes. I'm kidding. I'm I just kidding. don't find him funny, generally. I don't generally I find either. him entertaining. Like, I like to watch him. Like, he seems like a nice person. Carpool karaoke all day. I was gonna say I do all like day carpool king, karaoke, but I don't find him all that funny. He's, he tries kind of hard. There are some that land. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the baker is a misogynist, also. Yes. Not letting his wife Hardcore. help, but he is stupid and also can't an do idiot. anything on his own. Yeah. Thing. Literally. Like, what did he do? Get the cow? Like, barely. He gets the cow. That's all he does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he gets the cape. Because he cut True. up in the wolf. He did cut up in the wolf. Woof. Woof. The wolf. <laughs> the 
a wolf on the roof. <laughs> Man, that really caught you. He cut up on the little wolf with his little knife. Got up in his stomach, his tummy wide open. And he got whittle wed wide out of there. Whittle wed and whammy. Okay. All right, that's enough. Okay. That's enough of that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, switching to our next yeah. storyline. That's the thing with doing this in chronological order. I'm like, and then Rapunzel. And then <laughs> this, and then this, and then this. But yeah, so then we go to Rapunzel's prince, and he hears her beautiful voice. She actually does have a really pretty voice. She does. I'm like, girl, why aren't you in and more you stuff? And you know, in the stage version, Rapunzel also generally has a very great voice. She does. Like, better than some of the other people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why is because she not more of a main character? Because she's a little lyric soprano girl. Lyric soprano. A lyric soprano. Just a little and tiny. <laughs> There's too much baby talk going on. I'm done. I'm cutting it off here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, I wanted to ask you. Yes. Do you think the witch genuinely loves Rapunzel? No. Interesting. I can't decide. I think... She's a projection of what she wanted her mother to be. Interesting. I think she wanted her mom to protect her. And, but also, because it's very telling. It's very telling when she's talking to Rapunzel and being like, you're ashamed of me because I'm so ugly. I'm like, girl, that is is your own issue. But also, when I was watching that part, I said, it's giving the, sorry, I'm such a bad mom. Yep. Exactly. That's literally what that song exactly. is. Like, sorry, I'm She's such a emotionally bad mom that I wanted to protect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I never connected in my mind that like sh- that's Mother Gothel's character. Like who? The villain from Tangled. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, I yeah. never really connected. Well, and see, Tangled is a great example also because Rapunzel needed to be protected so she wouldn't cut her hair, so her mom wouldn't lose her beauty. Well, in Tangled, it's very obvious that she doesn't love her. Yeah, but yeah I yeah, think yeah. in this one, it's a little more nuanced. I don't know. I. Do I think it's a healthy love? Absolutely no, not. No, 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 but for like, sure. I don't... I think she thinks she does, but yeah. I think it's mostly she just to the her most own her ability. complex relationship with herself and with True. her own mom. Yeah. Basically, she sucks. You know? Basically, she's Because terrible. then she banished her to a swamp. Yeah, that... when I mean, when you get to that point, you're like, obviously, girl, yeah. you got problems. Yeah, but. yeah. But at first, it kind of feels like she has this child and she just wants to... I mean, but the thing is, like, she doesn't use Rapunzel. That's the difference. Is it's yeah. not like... Yeah. There's no, like... It's not like an actual Obvious, exchange. like, reason. Yeah. It's like she genuinely wants to be her mother, but, like, yeah. the way she's doing it is obviously not healthy, so... Well, and... I don't know. I think I think Rapunzel is just very representative of the witch herself. Like, because even when she's singing, she's like, oh, be so afraid of humans. And I'm like, girl, that's why you're putting on this hard front, because you're actually scared. Yeah. You're afraid. True. You know? And I mean, especially alone. since um, Baker's mom or dad mm-hmm. took all the greens and stuff. No wonder she's afraid. True. You know? Um. After that, we go back to Little Red, and she, oh, when she was, like, approaching her granny's cottage, she goes, oh, dear, how uneasy I feel. Yeah. So me. <laughs> she's so, she's always very poignant about, Which I she like. just I think what it's she fun. Feels. I think it's really, I really like, like, good that. storytelling. 
but and I, reflective of her character yeah. yeah oh dear how uneasy i feel i'm like that's just like well, me for real well and it's just like the original story yeah like that's how it's narrated it's so in simple. little red Riding yeah Hood. it's yeah. A, like it's a children's story and yeah. so oh what great big ears, ears you, you have, have. Exactly. like it's so simple yeah which i i like that. i very much like that and then we get the song i know things now which is when the baker gets the cape i really like that song my dad's favorite song um mm-hmm. nice is different good and good mm-hmm. like we talked about and but the way they recreate the like tumble down into the wolf's wolf's stomach <laughs> into wolf's stomach <laughs> Johnny Depp's character's name Wolfus. We hang out. All it is is me mispronouncing words and, and us running, running with back it back and forth. It's Wolfus. Wolf. Me wolf. Wolfus. Wolfus. Anyways, gross. But I think My it's mom interesting how they did that. And rough. It's really upsetting. Did she actually. say crick instead of crick? no, no. She's not. No, she's not, not that, that bad. Far gone. Thankfully, I would lose my mind. Wolf is more than enough, I promise. <laughs> but I think the way they did that scene is really interesting. And mm-hmm. the way it's weird and when unsettling. They cut, when the baker cuts it open and his head is like massive, I'm yeah, like, Yeah, it's like, oh, so <laughs> the birth it's canal. It's the lady giant. <laughs> it's the lady giant from Harry Potter, but she's actually just like normal size. <laughs> the thing is, she's a tall woman. She's such a tall woman. She's got to be at least what six seven, like a holy large crap. woman. She stands next to Hagrid, and it's like whoa, like wow. You know what I mean? True. Okay, but what if the giant isn't actually giant? They're all just really tiny. <laughs> I'm just We're saying. We're just bugs in this just, world. Just saying, like I don't know. No. Food for thought. Food for thought. Thank you. You're Any welcome. other thoughts on that song? No, I don't think so. I think Rapunzel, or Rapunzel, I think Red does a really good job. Lily yes. Crawford's really talented. Yes. Um, I sing this song a lot. I mm. really like it. But also, even in the stage version, it seems like the people that they cast are all very similar. Like, they have a similar voice. Yeah, it's very young, very bright, very... Yeah. Bright. I like that mm-hmm. word. I like that word. But seriously, well, how she hits the high notes. Voice just, education, what can yeah, I say? And then, just really bright tone. Uh, <laughs> the really color just, is like... Mm, Purple aura. <laughs> I kind of hate when people moment. use color to, to to like talk about voices. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're so pretentious. I'm like, okay, but bright. It's a little pretentious, no, but I like it. It's a great descriptor. It's only a little pretentious. It's, it's, it's a great one. It's a bright yeah. tone. But yeah, she's really talented. Yeah, I really so like I just her like a lot. That song. Okay, um, Jack's mom takes the beans from Jack because she's like, why the. Did you did you trade our cow in for beans, you dumb idiot? But also, she didn't like that cow anyway, and that cow wasn't doing any good for her. Except for getting Jack off of her hands. I'm like, if anything, you did yourself a mis- you had a You had a, a self-care disservice. day. Yeah, literally. It's unfortunate. But, um, so she throws them, and then the beanstalk grows, and that was really the beginning of their troubles. Beginning of the end, for real, for real. For real, for real. Yeah. Um, but... Then we go to Cinderella, and she runs from the first night of the festival, and she bumps into the baker's wife, and she, like, begs for her shoes, and then they sing. And she, like, begs for her shoes. She, like, begs for her shoes. Okay, and here's what I don't understand. She runs away from the prince every night, Mm -hmm. and then Emily Blunt is like, well, what about the prince? And she's like, well, he's tall. He's that tall. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, why did you marry that SOB? Because she liked the idea of him. That's the whole point, is that she yeah. falls in love with the idea of him and not yeah. who he is. 
someone who could like provide for her exactly get yeah. her out of her life yeah. you know a little escape if you will es- that actually makes so much more sense yeah because it's like a it's a dualistic life like it's an entirely well, different life yeah exactly um, interesting and when we like steps in the palace that's her whole thing that she's like love that song yeah that she's love juggling that with yep is that like do i want the life i have or do i want this life mm-hmm. i don't she probably doesn't want either and that's what she finds yeah. out at the end she's like yep. i want something in between she's but, like so i'm not gonna decide but he his life was a means to an end you know yep exactly after the first midnight the baker's wife loses the shoe and the cow in one fell swoop <laughs> talk about rough <laughs> Talk about Baker, you suck. That's like, the Baker's you're... wife. Oh wait, <laughs> Emily Blunt loses them because the Baker gave the cow to the Baker's wife. And you to know, be like, go home. Yeah, and you know what, Emily Blunt will forgive you. Like that's okay. <laughs> like, girl, we all make mistakes. We all are a little woman sometimes, you know. And then, then Jack goes up the beanstalk. And he gets... F's everyone over. He's like, here's my five gold pieces, Baker. Can I buy back Milky White? And then Baker's like, I don't want to sell it. And he's like, here's the five gold pieces. I'll get you five more from the big pound of diet. And he's like, and then I laid on this lady giant's breast. And you're like, okay, Jack, what? I was like, Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack, five you. pieces. Five gold pieces, so would you like a golden egg? Would you like a golden egg from the hen up in the sky? Baker. Baker. Mr. Baker, Mr. Baker. Dying. Oh, it's so upsetting. I'm like, Jack, you're so annoying. I want to clock you in the head with a brick. There are giants in the sky. When you weigh your pie, you never know what the words you know. And you just like up to shame. You just don't smell Okay, but low key, he does have a decent voice. He does. It's upsetting. He does. He has excellent diction. Yeah. <laughs> Great intonation. I'm like, where's the vibrato? But that's okay. We all get there someday. You're just little. <laughs> You're just, just out talented by what's her face, Lily and Crawford. Is Lillian that her name? Crawford, yeah. She's way better than him, but like, it's okay. You know, uh. we all hit puberty one day. <laughs> the roof, the house, and the world. You and the lady giant's breast. <laughs> like, I'm not to explore. That- and she gives you food and she gives you rest as she draws you close to a giant breast and you're back I again really hate different that line. than before. Not to the sky. Oh, I was going to say the wrong lyrics. I'm glad I didn't sing. That would have been embarrassing. Anyway, moving on. I do not like that song. I like it when they sing no, it in Ladybird. So, I was like, the thing, the thing is, the reason that's funny in Ladybird is because this is every tenor's audition song yes. ever. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, Greta Gerwig, she really knows how to make a film where she just really showcases reality. Yeah. Like in Barbie, especially, it's like there are so many like. Do th- is Barbie a musical? There are songs in oh, okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. But like, it's not. There's only like one song that was like written. Like, I mean, there are songs written for the movie, but they're written by like pop artists. There's only gotcha. one song that's like performed. Oh, in the movie. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, the jokes she makes in that, I'm like, it's just they're so funny because they're so close to reality. Yeah. And so oh, that's how I, I feel about it. that joke in Lady Burgess. I'm like, because she wrote that about her own life, and so I'm the like, giant song. No, I'm talking about Greta Gerwig right now. <laughs> I'm not following. Greta Gerwig wrote the sign. This wrote Lady Bird. <laughs> wrote the sign. She wrote, wrote the Lady, Bur- Lady Bird is about her own life. Really? Yeah, it's like based off her upbringing in in Lady California. Bird. Ten out of ten. 
And so, so like, good. and she obviously was like a theater kid and like whatever, because okay. she like acted and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. And so it's like you watch that scene and you're like, she's lived that. That's a lived oh, experience. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah. There. I see. And I so see. That's right. That all makes sense. Okay. But honestly, I like Giants in the Sky. When this originally came out, Giants in the Sky was my ish. I was like, that's I love this song. I love this I love song. It, probably because I had the register of a little boy tenor. Yeah, probs. But little Catholic boy. True. Catholic boy choir. Um, but I do like the lyric and you're back again, only different than before. I'm like, that is, it is poignant. Yeah. I do like I that. I do. There again with the lyrics. Hit, yeah. Knocking them out of the park. Too. Yeah. 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 For real. Very intentional. But yeah. Okay. And then the next song I have is Agony. What do you think about this song? I would like it a lot better if Chris Pine weren't singing it. And you think I'm joking, but I'm not. Because I've seen this performed live, and I actually liked it. Yeah. Because I, when I saw it in the movie, I'm like, this is really cringy. Especially because, you know, Cinderella's prince doesn't give an F about Cinderella. Yeah. So, like, that's really upsetting. But I don't know. It's just kind of douchey and misogynistic. Like, I see it, and I'm just like... Well, that's the whole thing, is that it's like hyper toxic masculinity yeah, and that they're yeah. being so competitive and they're like but yeah. I have it worse than you yeah. like it's honestly painful to watch because yes. it's a little too accurate I yes. know um this I don't want to out him on the podcast but he doesn't listen so I'm gonna out you no but I have this close family friend who played um Prince Charming in Into the Woods when he was like a senior or junior in high school or something perfectly cast yeah I was gonna it's, say I was like, like it's literally just accurate. like him so I'm like, it's just... That's unfortunate. It's just a little too accurate, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Enough said. It's funny because it's too accurate um, because misogynistic men are just stupid and competitive Word. for Word. literally no reason. Me, Ted. Um, I said I don't like Chris Pine, but I think he's the perfect choice for this role because he's yeah. such a douche. Yes. Yes. Um, and I said so dramatic, but honestly accurate because men can be so dramatic. You know when people are like, girls, there's just too much drama. I'm like, have you ever been in oh a my group gosh. of boys? Oh my gosh. There's so much drama. The oh difference is they don't know gosh. how to communicate their feelings. Mm-hmm. So, and that makes it even worse. Exactly. I'm like, at least girls talk and communicate. Word. Word. Anyways. Seen my brothers on vacation this week. Oh. And they're relatively emotionally intelligent. Yeah. But still. But man, they, they inherited just... a system that just doesn't yep. help them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Patreon is bad brother. for everyone, guys. My younger Didn't know brother if you knew will that. just yell. Literally. I'm like, where did you learn that that was okay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I do the same thing, but you're a boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a boy and you're young. Yeah. You I can't do that. That's not allowed. <laughs> I do the same thing, but you're a boy. But I'm a woman. I'm an adult woman. First of all, she's a female. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> I'm 21 years old and you're 18. <laughs> Literally, no. But yeah. Anyway. Um, so I do think he's a good choice. Yeah. Um, when Emily Blunt, when the baker's wife goes to the tower. Oh yeah, just eats her hair. Just eats her hair. The way she like yellow, yellows. Yes. Yellow. She lowers her voice to be like, yes, my prince, is that you? And she's like, yes, yes, me. I'm like, Emily Blunt. I'm like, wow. Queen. (laughs) And she totally believes her. So, but then she yeah, gets, I'm like Rapunzel. You're a little stupid, but I don't she's blame also you. Been in her you're little, so positive. Life, yep. So. Yep. Who can blame her? Yep. I can't. Um, and then she gets the the quote unquote hair is yellow as corn. Spoiler alert: It doesn't Oops. work because the, the witch, witch has been all up in that hair, <laughs> all up in that with her nasty dinosaur claws. Do you she's think a- she brushes her hair with her claws? <gasps> Rapunzel, let me brush your hair. 
And then it, her whole nail just comes off and immediately grows back. So Rapunzel just has so many nails in her hair. And it's like, Emily Blunt, how did you not know that the witch had touched this hair? Her nails are all over. talents are in it. Wow. Then Cinderella goes to the second night of the festival. And that's when she gets the golden slipper. Wait. What? I thought the third no, night is when no, she No, that's stuck. not when she gets a slipper. I don't know why yeah, I wrote yeah, that. Yeah. Anyways. But then she barely misses a slipper again, and she's like, WTF, how am I supposed to get this slipper? Mm-hmm. But but it's also like Anna Kendrick, because... Oh, actually, no, it's for the third night. It's for the third night. Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Um. Then, I think, it, is it the baker that sits on Milky White? Or is it Jack that sits on Milky White when Milky White, like, stands up? Do you remember that? When is when she's risen from the dead? No. <laughs> when she's resurrected? When she's zombie cow? <gasps> Freaking the cow. witch. They're like, so our cow died, so we brought you this cow. She's she like, like, idiots, <laughs> just let me bring it back to life. We didn't know like, that sorry, was a we rule. Didn't, we didn't know you had the power of resurrection. <laughs> Sorry. Golly, We're our bad. human beings. Our bad. Anyways, but they sing It Takes Two. What are your thoughts on this song? Um, I think the baker's wife is too gracious to the baker. Because she's like, oh my gosh, you've changed because you're letting you're me stay changed. out here. And I'm like, baker's you're wife, scary. you need to drop this man. You're better than him. True. But there probably weren't other better options. Facts. So, facts. But, yeah, I think she gives the baker too much credit. Yeah, too lenient yeah, with him. She really does. She, yeah. he's like, oh, I guess you can come. And she was like, she's like, oh, you've changed. And I'm like, wow, you're the daring. You're she's like different in the wounding over him. And I'm like, more okay, sure. Emily, more sharing. Yeah. Um, I think Emily Blunt kills it in this song. Queen yes. of my heart. She does yes. such a good job. Um, yep. when I said women always have to prove their value. Yep. That's very much this. Song. Yeah, because she literally gets, she gets all, the, all items. the items except the cow. Mm-hmm. And he gets the cow that doesn't work yep so yep and then she's like oh my gosh because because he was like oh yeah you can come like because she got all the things and it's yeah. like oh you're fine because you can protect yourself and i was like i Girl. mean in the end she does die alone in the woods but awkward <laughs> awkward full circle ending women can't protect themselves i was like full circle ending women actually are weak so yeah, so awkward but I said this song is such an allegory for the importance of getting out of your daily routine every once in a while because like mm. you know, that newfound love they have for each other yep. mostly her having it for him because yeah. he's a dumb but yeah. like the importance of shaking things up every once in a while that's so true I didn't even think yeah. about that and then during the pandemic I was like you know that, you don't, do you know that TikTok sound that's Cher going I will be playing all the parts she did like a one woman show of West Side Story Mm-mm. So I did that during the pandemic for my family, but I did into the woods. Oh wow! So I was like, "This is it takes two, but with just one." Thank you very much. So I have a little video of me being like, "You thought one was enough? It's not true." That's actually kind of fire, though. It takes two of us. Yeah, but then Milky White dies. So wah, wah. wait, wah, how wah. did she die again? She's just old. <laughs> she just dies. The same way we just all do. drop there because she's old. And she's that's, just old. That's two midnights gone right there. Um, but the prince and Rapunzel are like macking in the tower. 
And then yeah, he wow. like yeets out of the tower, and it's so funny. <laughs> He's like, I thought that would work better. <laughs> it made me laugh very hard. And that's when the witch is like stalking And then him, the right? witch finds him, and then she blinds him. A, a really ouchy blinding, too. Wasn't it like rose bushes? Yeah, she like, like grew up like briar bushes, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he that yeeted off horse. the horse. Yeah. Well, the horse didn't, the, the horse threw him into him. That's true, that's true. Okay, but I was not I'm like, they ride horses a lot in this film. Do you think they actually... They probably actually rode the horses. I think like, some of them do. The scene where, like, Rapunzel gallops off, that's definitely not Rapunzel. Oh, okay. Can, well, like, the princes. Prob- they ride I mean, horses like, when they run right forward, probably, but and when they ride away. Impressive. I was like, wow. That would, hurt your, that would hurt your gooch. <laughs> Never say that ever again. They probably wear a cup. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about Gross. That. But when... When Meryl Streep discovers them, that's when she sings Stay With Me. I actually love this song. It's a pretty so good song, much. but also, she's toxic. But yeah, she's totally guilt tripping Rapunzel. Rapunzel's literally sobbing. Yeah, she's like, I'm no longer a child. Yeah, it's like really sad, but it's a good song. Don't you know what's out there in the world? And Meryl Streep has a great voice. She's killing it. Someone has to so shield good. you from the world. Stay with me. She's just grasping at straws, you know, and it's sad. It's also upsetting, but like, well, because I get it because I think about like my parents and like all of my friends' parents when we've all moved out, like I get Mm -hmm. it. When I think about like me, the future of me, like potentially having children, Mm -hmm. the only thing, like I definitely want to have kids, but I'm like, the only thing that makes me like... Is that you have to let them live their lives and you have to let them suffer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't so know how scary. I'll cope with that. That's so scary. And I'm like, bless parents everywhere. Well, especially when we moved to SUU. Literally three and a half hours away. Three and a half hours away during the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like, think that was scary. And yeah. so I'm like, things yeah. like that is spooky. So, so I can understand where she's coming from. But also, she's to the point where she's not even letting Rapunzel, like, breathe fresh air. Yeah. It's definitely abuse, don't get me wrong. But it's just like, I really like this song. I said it's giving, sorry, I'm such a bad mom. Yeah. Except she is really a bad mom. (laughs) Except she sucks. Emotional manipulation at its finest. But I do think the music is really pretty, and Meryl Streep has a really pretty voice. Um, And that's when Red and Jack, after that, Red and Jack meet for the first time. And then he's like, I'm going to go to shop that can play. The songs and she's like i dare you and he's like okay i'll go do it and then he f's everything up because then he just throws the harp out of the sky yeah he eats it well the giant's climbing down after him i want to know how he cut down the freaking beanstalk in time so quickly also i feel like the gr- the giant because of the proportions of the sky he should have not died correct because i'm like you should have. that's like what well, elephant like to a two-foot jump for us okay but the thing is I'm curious about how Jack got up and down the beanstalk like four times in the span of the movie. I was going to say, rock climbing God. <laughs> yeah, holy crap. And it was so far up in the sky. Because the one time that they show him the climbing, atmosphere. I'm like, oh my gosh. He like, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Very scary. Very Good for you, Jack. Good for you, Jack. Good for you. Stay active. Um, And then Steps to the Palace. What do you think about this song? I love that song. That reminds me a lot of you, actually, from SUU when we lived together. Because remember when we were like, what characters? I was was wondering if you would bring that up. Of course I would remember that. And did I say you would be Cinderella because of that song or something? No, this is what happened. You don't Uh remember it correctly. Uh Uh-oh. You were mean to me. I was mean to you? What'd I say? What'd I tell you? 
because my friends and I were going to do a monthly musical and we were going to do Into the Woods and they had cast me as Cinderella because I was like, oh, I yeah. really want to be Cinderella. And you said, bold. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I said, pitch. I said, I think I'd make an excellent Cinderella. I totally remember that now. I totally remember. No, I think, yeah. Your voice reminds me of Anna Kendrick's voice a little Thank bit. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, but that song generally reminds me of you. I don't know why. Yeah. But my lovely soprano tone. Just kidding. I actually really like the song and what it stands for. Yeah. I like the idea of like, I don't really know what I want, but also the the idea of her giving up her choice to let someone else choose for her mm. is really interesting. And I think that's a choice that like a lot of women specifically yeah. like face. Well, it's like, they're and that we're trained. To, I was like, we're trained yeah, to, to have those, those choices and being like, Oh, well when I get married, we'll just do whatever my husband wants. Cause yeah. I think about like my future. I really want to like move out of state and like live my own life and do my own thing. But like, I want to do it with someone else. I don't For really sure. want to go by myself. And it's like, well, then I have to marry someone that's okay, like, being mm-hmm. my Ken, you know? Like, just being there and supporting me instead of me being there, well, like, even that, we're going to dental school for my husband. Well, like, even that, like, finding someone, that that is also dictating your path. Exactly. You know what I mean? But even the message aside, like, the music and the rhyming again, mm-hmm. like, the word choice, so on point. Love it. Yeah, the one lyric I'm thinking of, oh, I don't even remember. It's just really good. I just mm-hmm. like what it stands for. Very good. Um, it's. I said, this song is so powerful, talking about the importance of knowing who you are and who you want to be, while also emphasizing the importance of making choices for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, especially for Cinderella, who hasn't made choices for herself. And she hasn't had the ability to She's been to a victim choices, of life, exactly. essentially. So yeah. It's like. So how would really she know how to she make Yeah, I was like, imagine this being your first choice you're, like, faced with. And it's a huge decision. Yeah. And so... Yeah kind of crazy but it's really good i really like that song and i really like singing that song it makes me feel very happy um and then we have careful my toe which is the song they sing when they come by and they cut off when you're you're his wife you have such a life you'll never have to walk (laughs) thank you christine Ah, for that ah, and they're like, Ugh. but every time they cut off the heel or the toe, I go, yeah, it's really makes nasty. my full body it's quiver. Really nasty. I hate that. Don't like that song, but whatever. Yeah. But also I'm like, bro, how do you not, like you see these women and you don't even recognize that they're not literally until and, and then he's like, I would recognize those eyes anywhere. I'm like, it's like you didn't you put the shoe on her. You didn't though. Also him like peeling off her like stocking. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, sexual. okay, I'm like compression sock. <laughs> Cinderella's got blood Did you just clots. Get off the airplane. <laughs> Literally, I saw that song and I said, Bleh. "Put that in the washer and also burn them to get new socks." Literally. Buy new socks, Cinderella. Buy new socks with the money you don't have. Kitchen wench. Anyway, uh, but then they get married, right? Or is the um yes yeah yep After and that's that, that's when that's the end of act one so yeah because then all the ingredients the work ingredients and they have found. their baby but then the giant steps and that's oh wait wait, like, oh. wait 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 sorry i'm getting ahead of myself do the sisters get blind blinded before or after oh no after cinderella sticks the birds on the on yeah. on the sisters when, so that's when, the when they get fits. blinded yep. okay right then because i was like i have something about them getting she sticks blinded. the birds on them <laughs> She said, hey, boys. Sick em, butch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, seriously. So, then they get blinded. But that's when um, the 
Rapunzel is in the like swamp thing mm-hmm. and then the prince comes and gets her from the swamp and she cries a tear and she heals his eyes so mm-hmm. then he can see and then Which, they ride away. You know what is interesting? There's a lot of symbolism with the eyes. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> no, think about it. Like, the stepsisters get blinded. Mm-hmm. He gets blinded. When he, when the prince first sees Cinderella, he's like, oh, I'd know those eyes anywhere. Yeah, it's just like, hmm. I mean, maybe that wasn't intentional, but I feel like there might be something there. There might be something deeper. Yeah. Interesting. I, don't know, I'll I wouldn't know because I have poo brain, but <laughs> I'm not smart enough. About. <laughs> I'm an idiot little person, but whatever. Oh, uh, but yeah. Um, but I think I think Rapunzel and her prince are actually so cute together. I think they're yeah, a precious I, little I'm, couple. I'm team. I don't even know their names. He doesn't have a name. He's literally Rapunzel's prince. Slay. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So we have Baker's wife, but we have Cinderella's prince and Rapunzel's prince. And you know, Rapunzel's prince does seem a little bit like a simp. He does. And that's why I like him. Yeah. I like him so much more in Agony because he's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, sure. We're yeah. competing. It's yeah. not like him pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. I really like F. him. F.U. Chris Pine. F.U. Chris Pine. F.U. Jack. F.U. Chris Pine. <laughs> Um, oh, that's a shame. But the spell she used... Oh, then then we go to the feeding of the, the items. We haven't gotten there yet. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay, okay. We got ahead of ourselves. Um, So the spell that the witch uses to bring Milky Way to life is so funny. Do you remember it? She's like... Oh, how about a yeah, it's like complete gibberish. And then the cow's like... It's like <laughs> and then stands up with its butt. And it's like... Urgh. It's cat cowing all over the place. Yeah, I'm like, what the freak? Why does she just stand up like that? It is so funny. She's just muttering random syllables. But then once they feed all the items and the blue moon pops out, Meryl has her little transformation into the pretty witch. And she's stunning. Gorgeous. Yeah. A gorgeous woman. Yeah. You're telling yeah. me she's 65? No, wouldn't believe Queen. you. She wouldn't believe you. And then Emily's stunning. blunt's like, well, that was I know, fast. She gets a freaking seven She's literally like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Engorged belly. Engorged Engorged belly. <laughs> Oh, but this, that is when they get married and this is like when it feels like the show should end. They have their happily ever afters, but then a big Uh, old giant comes on down. It's just an earthquake from a faraway land. And it's like, Chris Pine, you know nothing. (laughs) Look at the Harry Potter giant. Yeah. Do you see the giant Florida liqueur over there? Literally, she's right there. She's (laughs) like, give me a little boy. And I'm like. You don't hear that, Chris Pine? You don't... Do you hear what I hear? You don't hear it? Give me the boy. It's like, how about a blind, ugly woman? And she's like, no. (laughs) I want the boy. (laughs) And then the steward just chucks Jack's mom to the ground. He kills? Yeah, she dies. In the show, she, like, dies on impact. Yeah. And I'm like, that steward does not have the strength to do that. With a stupid like, that's a lot thing. of credit. That's a lot Man's of credit. Man's like 4'11". Literally. <laughs> literally. And he flees with the stepsisters. True. I'm a like, weak, boy. weak man. Literally. Oh my gosh. That is funny though. <laughs> Give me the boy. <laughs> yeah. Love that for her. There is a line that... Prince Charming says after the giant comes down where he goes, there is no need to worry. But in the musical, it's worrying will do you no good. <laughs> and that is so funny to me because when when he said that on stage, I like looked at my dad because that is such a my father phrase to be like, don't why are you worried? Stop worrying. And I'm like, bitch. 
typical man. Worrying will do you no good. Except it will. I was like, except it makes me feel better. Well, and let's think of this in terms of survival. True. If you, you didn't see worry a lion, I'm worried about getting eaten. That's what makes you run away. Yeah. There's it's- an evolutionary basis for why we worry. And for why we have anxiety. Matt, tune in to one minute and 50 minutes. One hour and 15 minutes. The Matt, podcast. tune in to one minute that's, and 15 minutes. That's before I edit it, so it might be a lot sooner, actually. That is period, period. No, but that, that's a real thing. It's a re- There's an example. Sorry to get all psychological. Oh, give it, but give it to woman, me. But this woman, I think she was a psychologist. My mom told me this story. She got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And her pregnancy gave her a crap ton of anxiety. And I, th- she was making the argument for, like, anxiety can be good sometimes. Like, you don't always need to, like, medicate it and, like, do all these things. She's like, and because I was anxious, I went and researched a bunch of stuff. And now I know all this stuff That's about true. I baby. feel like I remember that. Yeah. 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 True. So, so it does get you somewhere. It does teach you. It does. I will say I learned a lot. I learned a lot because of my anxiety. Yes. Slay. Slay. Um... And then when Rapunzel runs off from Meryl Streep, the witch, she's like, literally like, I'm leaving you, F you. And then, but I'm like, poor Rapunzel is going to have such a bad freaking mental illness for the rest of her freaking life. (laughs) Yeah, that really does suck. She's going to have like Stockholm Syndrome, like fallout, like Well, she's not going to know how to live life. She's going to have no skills, trust issues up the wazoo, like. Abandonment issues. That really sucks. Does she? Do they finish her story in the movie? I don't remember. I don't think they do. She kind of just fades out. No, that is true. Because yeah. in the stage version, she kills herself. That's so crazy. And Mental illness. Mental illness. Wow. Yeah. That's really sad. And I remember because I was reading it and they were like, a couple of the off, like they, Disney like excluded some of the like off stage deaths mm-hmm. and just like kind of implied them because they didn't want. I, I'd to have to watch it, it again to pick up on that because I don't remember that. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. Sad. Um... And then we get the witch's lament, which is where we first hear the first little bit of um, "Children Will Listen" from Meryl Streep, and that's just yes. getting us ready for the yeah for the whopping yeah. song that's coming our way. Yes. Um, after that, everyone's like lost in the woods and like mm-hmm. trying to find Jack so that they can one keep Jack safe, but some people want to give Jack to the yeah to the giant. So they, which is an interesting ethical dilemma. True, it's like the train tracks. It like, really is. And I thought about it, and I said, I might be the witch in the situation. I might chuck Jack right up there. Yeah. I mean, they did find a solution in the end, but it's like. But, like, if I were under pressure, I'd be like, muted it. Yeah. You suffer. But also, I'd be like, because the giant wanted Jack, I get it. But I think, who's at fault? The witch, obviously. I'd give her the witch. Yeah, true. But she didn't want the witch. That was the thing. Yeah, that's the issue. Um... The baker, so the baker's wife gives the baby to Cinderella, who they found mm-hmm. just sitting in the woods. Dressed like a little a peasant. A little peasant. A little kitchen wench. And Baker and his wife split up walking in opposite directions. They were going to do like 500 paces mm-hmm. either way. Which that was really sad because Sorinda's, Sur- Sur- oh my gosh, Cinderella's mom's tree collapsed. Yeah, that is really that sad. That was very sad. I was like, mm. Girl, yeah. that's like your whole life right there. Yeah, and so. it was like her last thing. Yeah, and so now she's stranded in the woods, meaning. scared, not loving her husband. With a new baby. With a new baby that's not like, hers. what the flip? Yeah. And so the baker's wife stumbles into Prince Charming on Ugh. her journey. And then 
then they just mack. And that's the beginning of her troubles. But I said the prince is such a freaking dud. OMG, Baker's wife finds some self-respect. Because he's Dang. like, hey, uh, my name's Chris Pine. Bubba. Bubba. Like, lips on man. your lips. But then we get any moment. And I love this song. I really do like that Foolishness song. can happen in the woods. What Once happens again, in Vegas peace. stays in Vegas. Any moment we could be crushed. And you know, the Broadway recording has Sarah Burrell. It is so good. It. it is so. Oh, oh Sarah Burrell so is so. This is ridiculous. What am I doing here? Talented. I'm in the wrong story. Oh, oh my gosh. Queen. So sensual. The way well, the prince like walks away and then like turns back around. Well, and the thing is, it's like, see, you get a glimpse of what your life could have been had you exactly. not chosen the baker. Yeah. And and I do think there's a difference between, like, obviously, when you're first in a relationship, there's infatuation and mm-hmm. you're obsessed with each other. And da-da-da. So that was exciting for her. But I'm like, you're just living the day to day with the baker now, girl. Well, and that's the thing. And she talks about, like. Uh, a baby a baby for warmth a baker for bread and a prince for whatever you mm-hmm. know and I think that's the point is you get like really stuck in your ways and you have an experience that kind of jolts you out of it and it makes you really reevaluate yeah. your life and I think that's what yeah. the song is well I mean yeah well then she dies immediately after yeah she does which that's is really also su- very... which I'm like that is freaky but people think online I've seen like TikToks about it that pe- when she says moments in the woods people think she means W-O-U-L-D-S like would I I really like that. And so I think that's a really interesting playing on the idea. Like, what would I, if I could, yeah, like, change my life? Mm-hmm. And so, like, there, I, that song goes so deep. It goes so deep. Yeah. Well, because there's a lot of, like, if life were full of moments, when would you even know when the moments are? Like, exactly. And it's like, whoa. Exactly. So maybe you do need to just live your life and have those crazy moments every once in a while. But also it's like. I don't know. But I think it just makes her reevaluate and be like, why am I doing my life the yep. way I am? And like, do yep. I want this? Or, yep. And I think, and but I do like at the end what she decides, like, no, I do like my life and I'm yeah. making that choice and I'm not going to be, I think that's, she's not going to be a victim of her life anymore. Yep. Not that she really was, but like, yeah. this is the choice I'm making for myself because I had an opportunity to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so. She got a glimpse of it and she's like, no. She was like, no, me. I'm actually good. Yeah. And so. That, yeah, I, oh, it's such a good song. I really, such really like that sentiment yeah. of like, yeah. no, actually, I'm making the active choice to stay doing this and not yeah. just being like, no, this is just what fell in my lap. No, mm. like you have power in your life yep. to change it. Yep, for sure. And then she dies, but I like that she like figures things out before she dies and like. Well, yeah, I think that was an interesting, I think it was an interesting point for her to die in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Because so many loose ends. Yeah. So many. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Anyway. Um, after that, we have Your Fault, which is honestly a banger. Love that song. Jack's diction like, is insane. Yeah. It's just it like was the given by my fault to steal yeah. your beans. You know, maybe me to turn them into California beans and the worst of beans. Shoot, bro. Go off. No, it's just like the, the opening song when there's just like so much going on. Mm-hmm. But it's so. And then also very deep because yeah. then the witch is like, shh, yeah, you're so nice. Mm-hmm. You're oh. not good. You're not it's, bad. You're just nice. It's chilling. I'm not good. I'm Ooh. not nice. I'm just right. Well, that- I'm the witch. You're the world. That I Ooh. really like that line because I feel like 
I don't know if I'm being so dramatic, but I feel like a lot of times everyone's like, Allie's a villain. Like, Allie's the one who, like, makes things hard. And I'm like, sorry. Like, no, I can understand that, though, because, like, I totally understand the witch's perspective because she's just being logical. Mm -hmm. She's like, listen, who cares whose fault it is? This is what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Because I definitely get caught in that a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it was your fault, girl. Like, you know. So, I don't know. Again, ethics yeah. and all that good stuff. But yeah, I really but like, I, I the sentiment of like the that. difference between goodness, niceness, and rightness is very Ooh. poignant. Ooh. Um, and this, I think it just points out how unhelpful it is to try to like blame someone. Yep. Because it's like, no, we all made this bed. Yep. Now we must lie in it. You know, mm-hmm. like this is a culmination of all of our choices. And now we've yes. landed here, you know, and it's like, it doesn't it like help that. to be like, your chase did this and this and this. It's just like, nope, the choices have landed us here. How are mm. we going to get out of it now? Well, yeah. And I haven't even thought about that. Just it's, it's never black and white. There's always gray area. True. Especially in this situation, because each one of their decisions impacted each of them so differently. And you couldn't really pinpoint it to one. Exactly. Start or one. It was finish. so confusing to try to find someone to blame in the yeah. first place. That yeah. It's just not helpful. Mm hmm. And then we get Last Midnight by our queen, Ooh. Meryl Streep. And also, so we fire. So um, fire. The cinematography in this scene is really cool when she gets swallowed up by the ground. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, but also, those people have to be, like, traumatized from the last 24 hours because, like, they've yeah. experienced so Holy much loss, devastation, crap. like, oh seen my such scary things. You know what? One of the things that made me so sad was when Little Red was talking about, she's like, I can't find my mother anywhere and I can't find grandma's cottage. Like, the village has been destroyed. I was like, that is so sad. Yeah. Just not even knowing. Yeah. Just not knowing. Oh, so sad. But they all, the, then they all admit that, like, they played some role. Yeah. Except the baker doesn't. He's like, nope, I didn't do anything wrong. F that man. I go, okay. And then he wanders off in the woods and he finds his dad and yeah, it's his dad's weird. ghost. <laughs> And yeah. in the show, in the show, the dad is the, I, the dad is the man of mystery, and the man of mystery is the narrator. Is narrator. And so, like, it makes way more sense in the show version versus yeah. in the movie, where he just pops up out of nowhere yep. for literally no reason. Well, and it's so ironic because literally the conversation he has with his dad is, "I'm going to be a terrible dad because I'm going to run away from my child." Yeah, and it's like, boy, do you He's not like, see what you're doing? Th- Look that's in the, the thing, mirror. Like literal generational curses. Yes, like yep. curses, fig- figurative and literal. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. And so it's like, no, are you going to be different than your dad or are you not going to be? And I think that's really, really powerful. And the only reason he's running away is because of the fear that he's going to be the same. Exactly. Oh, man. It's so deep. True. The last literal 15 minutes of this movie, it's it's just like... It makes the whole thing. It it ties it all together. Okay. Then the prince says... Oh, she was like, what kind of... If you're going to be... If this is how you act as a prince, how are you going to act as a king? And he goes, I was raised to be charming, not Not sincere. sincere. And I was like, douche. Accurate. Chris Pine. Anti-Chris Pine Pine Club. (laughs) Hashtag anti-Chris Pine. Anti-Chris Pine. Okay. Um, I keep, like, tapping this. Um, And then it says, I said, look at Cinderella figuring out what she wants. Proud of her. And then that's when they say, I should always love the maiden who ran away. And I, I, the the faraway prince. prince. And I said, why... Like, we always want what we can't have. Mm-hmm. That, that That's so real for them. Mm-hmm. Well, because then once you do get it, you're like, actually... It's not as great as I thought it was. JK, careful what you wish for. Exactly. Cinderella. True. And I said, Mother when that happened best. in the movie with the music in the background, I did definitely cry. Oops. With the faraway prince part? Mm-hmm. Because I was mm-hmm. like, it's a little... 
too close to home. A little close to home, if you ask me. Um, Yikes. But then we get No One Is Alone, which is one of my all-time oh favorite my musical theater songs. I could literally, every time I put that on, I could sob mm-hmm. every single time without fail. Well, just, like, the idea of, like, everyone is fighting, like, the whole, like, everyone's fighting a battle you know mm-hmm. nothing about. But it's true. Witches can be right. Giants can be good. And people are complex. You decide what's right. Exactly. You decide. Sweeping generalizations so about people. If uh, they're good or if they're bad. I say that. I'm, like, queen of generalizations. So. Well, I mean, but I also think thing. I also think I have the ability to think complexly about those things. I would hope so. <laughs> Hopefully. I said it's not e- it's not as easy as that. People are complicated and make mistakes, and we can't be vengeful towards everyone that wrongs us. We can't yeah. hold grudges against people; like it will turn us into horrible, awful mm-hmm. people. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's the whole that's the reason the story exists is because the witch held this grudge yep. against them, and none of yep. this would happen if she didn't hold a grudge. Actually, none of this would happen if Emily Blunt just didn't want an effing baby. True. If she Suck just it up, Emily Blunt. <laughs> Emily You're Blunt. Infertile. Literally. Okay. Do I IVF? I don't know. <laughs> do, do IVF? It's like 400 BC, but like figure out the technology. <laughs> Jeez, you're, you're telling me you can't turkey base some eggs out of you? You're really being a victim right now, actually, Emily. One, two. I'm really a victim of this curse. Do IVF? This general curse, just generational curse that's been placed on your home. Yeah, you need to get over it. But I just think the part where they say that, um, um. Oh, like when they the say, oh, okay. no, yeah, when they say it. fathers, mothers, people make mistakes. Yep. I go, yep. Damn. Because your parents are people too. Yeah. And everyone's just trying their best at the end of the day. And that really At sucks. least that's what you have to tell yourself. So you yeah, can truly. Nice Sometimes people are not trying their yeah, best. Yeah, for real. I, I think most times they're not trying their best. Yeah. Sophie just thinks the human, I'm human is human race evil. <laughs> I'm anti-human Human is bad up I'm anti-human that isn't Sophie. <laughs> yes. Correct. Correct. So I, I just... good. I love that song and it it's makes me cry song. whenever they like sing it in concerts. I'm like... Yeah. You decide what's right. You decide what's good. Just remember. Someone oh. is on your side and someone else is not. While we're seeing our side, maybe we forgot that they are not alone. No, they are not alone. We are not alone. No one is alone. No okay such a sleigh um and then they kill the giant and then we get the finale slash children will listen and this Mm. is such a powerful song Mm -hmm. and it makes you really think about like the legacy we leave and how important our actions are and 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 what we should wish for and talking about like like children will watch you and yep and do what you do and what your actions have a lasting impact past what you're living right now let me give you a real life example if i say poopy butt cheeks my little niece she's five she will also she say. will she will also say poopy butt cheeks in fact she does say poopy butt cheeks but Thank it's true for, like yeah. because you if you think about for example, the greatest example that comes to mind is when you're teaching kids how to eat at the dinner table and you're trying to get them to sit down because they're running around crazy and they're like, just calm down, eat your food. And then I look at myself when I'm eating and I'm walking around and I'm doing whatever. And exactly. I'm like, we hold them to such a different standard. Yes. And I'm like, how are they going to learn to do that if, if we're not. all they're seeing? Because we are the, the adults in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all they're seeing. So how are they expected to just learn it automatically? Exactly. So food for thought i love this song i just think it's so touching 
Um, at my favorite lyric is "Wishes come true, not free," and it's like, Whoa. like we really can have what we want, Whoa. but like those things come at a cost, and we have to think about those costs before we make those wishes or I didn't do those things. Because I just think I just think that's really powerful to think that like your and that's the whole story is that like your wishes and your dreams have consequences, and yep. you have to deal with them, and you have to think about those consequences beforehand. But sometimes you would never be able to anticipate a consequence mm-hmm. and you just have to live with it. And that really sucks. That's just life, bro. But yeah, even if it is your wife falling off a cliff or a giant trying to eat your son, mm-hmm. you know, you got to deal with it. <laughs> True. Or a curse on your house because your dad stole some lettuce from the neighbor lady. True. Um, <laughs> but at the end, it starts with the beginning, which I really like the full yeah. circle storytelling. Yeah. Them starting with James Corden telling the story again. Mm-hmm. Cause, and Cause I really gotta liked, learn from history. Yeah, and I really liked that they did the baker as the narrator because in the show it's a it's the man the of father, mystery guy, yeah. and it's just like that just feels unnecessary. And I really like mm. that they tied it in with the baker. It made me like him a little bit more. Hate him a little bit less. Interesting. Yeah, Very and then that leads us to the end credits when they go. You can't just act. You have to listen. There were always rules. There were always bells. There were always bells. Bum, 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 bum. Into the woods. It's time to go. Which Fire. that song is bomb. Fire. Also, I wanted to bring up before we uh, like go to the Tony Awards in the musical. You know how they have their like the little interludes they do in between scenes. They're they're like the slotted spoon catches the potato. Oh and yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I always get so confused. I'm like the I'm not smart enough to understand what you guys are trying the to communicate. Foot always gets the dolphin. <laughs> The slotted spoon catches the potato. How do I even search that into the woods? That I think that's more present in the in the stage version. Yeah, because I I, it's not in the movie. Not at all. Not at all. Oh. Oh, what's the one? There's like one. So this says, "The prettier the flower, the farther from the path." I like that one. Um, is that true though? I mean, wildflowers, I guess. Well, yeah, because if you like trample on flowers. Oh, oh. Um, this is not a helpful description. <clears throat> There's like a sl- the, the one with the slotted spoon is so weird. I'm like into the woods, random the slogans. Slotted spoon catches the potato. Scenes. <laughs> I don't even know how to Google that. I don't know, but there are some random random little phrases yeah it that is I'm kind like, of that, like the smarter da, dun, da, 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 dun, oh yeah <laughs> it's very theater yeah kid. <laughs> very much so you know Cringy. that snl skit of them doing like the theater show in the black box theater that's what I it's giving i'll have to show it to you afterwards okay okay do you have any more thoughts about the movie before we move on just that it's fire and if you haven't seen it you should watch it okay because there's some there's some lessons. There's, There's some, some real life lessons. Messaging in there. You should listen to the soundtrack. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least the soundtrack. Yeah. Because that's pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rate the movie on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being bad, 10 being good. Ooh. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Just because... I think it's a powerful movie and I like the messaging and I really like the music and everything. But it's just not the type of movie. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, 
I just need a movie that will draw me in and like I want to pay attention the whole time. Yeah, this but movie that is very few and far far between yeah. for me. So I would give it a six out of ten. Whoa. Yeah. I think the my favorite parts of the movie are when Sondheim, like the genius of Sondheim, just mm-hmm. shines through past all the cinematography and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's like the lyrics that hit me, like the lines that hit me that I'm like, okay, that's from the musical. Yeah. Those are my favorite parts. And I think that the cinematography and the way they film it can get a little beefy. It's definitely like a yeah, a product sure. of its time of being like this really high production, like yeah. all-star cast movie musical. I'm not obsessed with how like dark the yeah the film not like 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 dark in color yeah yeah i don't i don't love that but i think the music's pretty good i like honestly i listen to the music from the movie more than i listen to like the broadway soundtrack but that's just because that's what i grew up listening to so but i i definitely like it but i liked it less re-watching it now than i did me too last time i watched it yeah so it's just it it feels like it drags a little bit in the middle yeah so. yeah okay who's your best actor out of all of them oh boy i mean i feel like the obvious answer is meryl streep and i do think she did a very great job but i really like emily blunt in this movie mine is emily blunt <laughs> <Good>. queen slay <laughs> i was like i think emily blunt just has the most prominent role and i really yeah. like her acting choices when it comes to her character development more than anyone yeah. else yeah and I, yeah and i just enjoy her character yeah so that probably has something to do with it but i think she did a really good job too mm-hmm. yeah what is your best solo number like song mm-hmm. solo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What even are the options? What are the solo songs? Um, I know things now. Um, Moments in the woods. Okay. Um, Giants in the sky. Oh, I'm gonna say I know things now. Actually, okay, I really like that one. Mine is Moments in the woods because that's I, a close. Second. I like that she. Yeah, that is a good one. Um. Okay. Best. Oh, but on the steps of the palace. That's also. Oh, that one. is also a really good one. Yeah. I like. I'm just gonna say, steps of the palace. Um, what are they called? I lost all the names. Steps of the palace. <laughs> the palace. Um, um, I know things now. I know things now. Moments, Moments in the woods. In the woods. Giants, Giants in the sky. The sky. <laughs> Way at the bottom. Way down there. There are other ones too, I think, but I can't think yeah. of them off the top of my head. Or like, stay with me. That's one of them. Oh, that's a good one. Stay a child while you can be a child. Um, oh, so sad. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Ouch. Do you want to hear something sad that my sister said? Yes. She said... Because while we were out of town, we had this four-hour discussion with my family. Been there. Yeah. About Enneagram stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was all like, we went to each number. And it was like, how can we honor this number? Anyway, everyone was crying. It was 1 a.m. when we finished. Oh, it wow. was my personal hell. But anyway, it was a good thing. Like, it was a like good thing. That? It was overall good. But then the next morning, my sister was like, there are some kids who are just born into the world thinking that they can't be a kid. Like, they come into the world with a certain responsibility and they have to parent their siblings i'm that way Allie's that way my sister was that way and my sister's daughter is that way mm-hmm. and so like be a kid or be a child while you can be a child i'm like dang Ouch. that's hefty because like well, at the time you can't you, be like it's not until you grow up that exactly. you're like oh my gosh yeah and like, i when don't you're know five if you've had old, that moment like, of man just, like, i really need to live yeah. this up like i don't five. know if you've had that like moment of reckoning but i remember i had that moment of reckoning when i moved into my apartment in salt lake and i just fell apart like i couldn't get off the floor i was so inconsolable about like what is my life yep like i didn't 
I this is have not been what there. I want. Yep, yep. And so, so be a child while you can still yeah. be a child. And in that context, it's like Rapunzel's like what? It's thirty she's like <laughs> emotional manipulation, but yeah. also the words shine true. Don't yeah, they? still shine true. Yep. Um. Okay. What is your best duet slash small group number? Small group. How big is a small group? Um. Four uh, or less. Honestly, small group and large group are pretty much the same. So if you even if you okay. just want to do like best duet, I would say small group is like two or three and the large group is anything more than that okay what duet numbers are we looking at uh it yeah, takes, takes two. two um children will listen agony do agony agony can suck my big toe <laughs> <laughs> um, um what else is there let me pull up the i don't remember because i would say it takes two but again i'm not a huge fan of the baker in that moment true um, or hello. the baker's wife. Oh wait, hello, little girl. That would have been Exolo. Mm, um, definitely, just above Giants in the Sky. <laughs> I was like, honestly. just barely, just barely above. Um, it takes two agony. Uh, any moment. Oh, with um, Chris Pine. Uh huh. F that man. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, you must know that as a peasant. <laughs> that part is funny. Bag. You must know that as a peasant. Any okay. moment, seize the moment. Actually, I am gonna say that one. Any moment, not because of Chris this is Pine. ridiculous. What am I doing here? I'm in the wrong story. I think it's got cool messaging. I'm gonna yeah. say that one. Yeah, I agree. Um, mine is children will listen. So. Yeah, fire. Pretty good. Okay. Fire. Large group number. No one is alone. That's mine. Good Obviously. choice. Good. Cho- uh, is there any other? I mean, there's I mean, the maybe prologue, the prologue, but but that's 16 minutes long. I was like, I feel like that's, that's a beefy choice. number. Yeah. Okay, and then last question: If you could play one role, who would it be and why? Ooh. Can I say none of them? <laughs> Milky White. <laughs> oh, the you could be the giantess. Um, no. Bring me the the boy. (laughs) Oh, um, you answer first. Um, Cinderella. I knew it. I knew you were going to say Cinderella. Bold. Bold. (laughs) I guess, I mean, I guess I'll have to say the baker's wife. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be such a simp. And yeah, you'd play a really a strong math. baller <laughs> yeah. baker's wife. Yeah, I'd be a baller baker's wife. So a baller Baxter, if you were. Yeah, a baller, a BB dub, <laughs> baller BBL. baker, baller baller baker's wife thing. Yeah, cool. Well, is there anything you'd like to say before we finish? Uh, just like rock on. Yeah, rock on. Period. <gasps> period. No Slay one is alone. Queen. Period. No Slay one's queen. alone. Children will listen. Be careful what you wish for. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that's this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. As always, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at at Pierce. If you go to the link in my bio, you can find a Google form where you can apply to be a guest on the podcast because I'd love to have you on. Feel free to like, rate, review, whatever to get the podcast out there. 
I love you guys so much and I hope you have an amazing week. Bye.